got it locked on Rodeo Radio. Hey, Tony, drop that. What, please? I bet. Dr. Dre in the place to be. Co rocking shit with my homeboy Steve. After Rodeo, get stupid, son. Yo. Don't think that you can get none of Trey The motherfucking doctor The bitch hopper The sucker motherfucker stopper I'm fucked up so don't mind what I'm saying I'm just kicking it But Steve, Tony, A and Susan Yo, we can choose it Dope shit to put in a mix Know what I'm saying? We kick shit like And, and That's a fact And if your shit ain't in a mix You know it's swag And that ain't no bullshit Kicking facts on a serious tip. Word up, Dr. Dre's in full effect doing serious damage, boy. Tony A! Tony A! When you're ready, go. Welcome back, everybody, to Rodeo Radio, episode 129, and we are still here. Uh, you know what? Check this out. 129 so soon it'll be 130 and then only 70 more shows and we'll be at episode 200 i'm pretty good at math so don't ever doubt me so anyways er hey everybody uh once again uh we are selling one minute ads uh to play during the commercial breaks if you guys are interested hit us at documixery forward slash ads documixery forward slash ads if you have a, a business if you have a website if you have a you know, a bar, or whatever, anything you want to promote, we are selling one minute ads uh, uh, to play during the commercial breaks. So once again, every uh, our episodes average about 10K views. So you'll have about 10,000 people watching your ad. If you, you sell mariscos, if you sell micheladas, if you, if you want to promote your OnlyFans page, you know, we'll, we'll sell you an ad, okay? Because I know a lot of you girls out there trying to make that moolah, okay? But uh, other than that, once again, you want to buy a hat, you want to buy a sweater, you want to buy uh, some merch, go to DocuMixery.com. DocuMixery.com. I'm running out of CDs. You guys want to buy some hard copies, go to DocuMixery.com. Uh, an update. Uh, you know what? I'll give the update on the Blu-ray that people are waiting for, the three-hour uh, um, long version of the DocuMixery. Um, I'll give the, the update on Wednesday because I'm going to be meeting with the guy tomorrow. It was just a big mix-up with the whole covid thing jumping off so uh but other than that my next guest he, uh my guest actually brought me a gift he brought me a prince cd a prince cd this is so dope you know the, the one with the unicorn in the back prince cd i want to be your lovers the, like the hottest track album. i mean the whole album bomb he blessed me with this so without further ado please allow me to introduce my very special guest jose homicide Yes, in the sir. Building. Hello. Thank you for having me, Mr. Tony. I appreciate it, man. Oh, you know what, man? It's a blessing for you to be here. You know what? I like to interview. I learned so much from my guest. Uh, um, you know, people think like, oh, you know what, Tony? It's cool to be here. But no, on my end, it's cool that you're here. That's really awesome, man. Thank so, you so much. Yeah. yeah, most definitely, man. So now today, I like to talk Sunday. How has your Sunday been? Did you watch any football at all? Nah, man. I don't really watch sports like that. My family, my friends do, but I don't, I'm not really into it like that. It's just not my thing. Nothing? Uh, nah, man. I, I mean, my homies, they watch basketball. I mean, I'm, I'm around them all the time when they're like okay. talking about it and stuff, but I ain't really on it like that. I'm trying to get into it, though, because I always feel like I'm getting left out. They just be going, bro, they could go for like an hour, hour and a half, and I'm just there like, you know, just listening to so well, I'm trying to get into it, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'll tell you what, 
you better get into it because you know you're gonna meet a girl that likes you know yeah. some type baseball you know dodgers lakers Man, or let me know. tell you i dated this one girl who's in baseball bro Shit, it was tough because I didn't know what the fuck was going on, bro. Like, I, she took me to one of the games and I was just like looking, like, so they got, they got to do that. And then she was just like, oh, you don't get it. And I was like, all right, my bad, but it was probably a turn off, man. Nah, I don't fucking know. Probably <laughs> <laughs> it was probably something, bro. <laughs> right, right. Okay, well, me, I'm a football guy. I pretty much watch football all day today. Okay. Uh, for those of you that may not know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat Green Bay Packers. You know, let's go. Uh, uh, <laughs> if you ask me, I think Tampa Bay should at least beat Green Bay at least by two touchdowns. But if you saw the second half, you saw Tom Brady threw like three picks. So, you know, but uh, uh, he's still going to the Super Bowl. But I think this is like his tenth time, if I'm correct, going to the damn Super Bowl. Okay. And uh, and then the update on Kansas City. I think either they won mm -hmm. or they're beating uh, the Bills. Uh, I'm not sure Bills. if the game is over, but I think it was like three minutes left. But uh, I think they're going to the Super Bowl. So it's going to be at least uh, so far. Tampa Bay and KC. Mm. Now, once again, if you meet a girl and she wants to watch the Super Bowl, you better watch it with her. Man. Hell yeah, man! Of course, yeah. definitely. Yeah, it's crazy. You said the Bills. Yeah, I had this. Buffalo. I had this math teacher at when I went to Tracy High School. Every morning, for some reason, he would walk in and he would be like, "Who gonna beat them Saints?" And I'd be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And then this one Marlon, this kid Marlon, he would be like, "Like not nah, the Bills, bro." I think he was talking about the Bills. Yeah, yeah, the Bills, Buffalo. Yeah, that's yeah. the only time I ever heard about them. So the more yeah. you know, the more you fucking know, right? Yeah, you, you know, it's funny when the Saints were sorry, they used to call them the Aints. The oaf. The Aints. Yeah, the Aints. I mean, that's a straight diss right there. That's fucked up. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It is. But you know what, man? Uh, um. I love football. It's a competitive sport. Mm -hmm. It's one of the sports where you can crack the shit out of somebody and get away with it. Yeah, man. I you used know? to watch it like in high school. Like my one of my best friends, Calvin, he was a uh, forgot what he played, but he hurt himself real bad. And I would go to his games. That man got took a beating every game. He took a beating. and He still got up every time. And it was it's pretty cool. So that's that's another <laughs> thing about it. Football is like, wow, that's dope. But they could just do that to themselves and keep on getting back up. It's yeah. really admirable. It's yeah. Dope. Did, did you watch the fight last night, the McGregor fight? I saw snippets of it. My, my homie Gabe just showed me a couple of snippets. Uh, uh -huh. Man, that shit was crazy. Like, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't really watch boxing like that either, but I could see myself getting into it. Like, I've been there when, like, a bunch of people, like, invite me over to watch a fight and stuff, and I can see why it's entertaining. But it's like, uh, you know, I, I'm still learning, Tony. I'm still learning. Hey, 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 you know what? You got all your life, brother. But Thank you know you. what? That's something you should have been doing already. So, oh, my God. I bet, bro. Maybe you know? it's like... I don't know. Since I, I grew up with just women, like I grew up with my sister and my mom, they ain't watch no type of sports. My sister tried to get into uh, baseball and basketball, but she never really, really got into it. Okay. So I think that might just be it. My dad really liked soccer, I think. He really, really liked soccer, but um, that's about it. Honestly. Wasn't your thing, huh? I tried to. I really did try to play soccer when I was like maybe five, six, but also wasn't my thing. I also tried to play baseball too, like when I was like really little. But what had happened was I pulled up to practice one day and I was like uh, swinging the bat around. And mind you, this was my first day of doing any type of baseball at all. Right. Swinging that shit around. And I swung the bat so hard that it went around and hit myself in the head. I knocked myself out cold, bro. I swear, I was on the floor. I was just like, what the fuck happened? There was like a group of little kids looking at me like laughing. And I'm just like, Man, I shouldn't be doing this. Is there any footage of that? Nah, unfortunately <laughs> not. I'll be watching that shit all the time, bro. But nah, I had the coach, or I think it was the coach. There was some dude there, and I was like, can I call my dad? And he, I called my dad. He picked me up, and then uh, that was that. 
So did, did he actually what happened? You said I hit a home run? No, nah, I was crying. I was just crying, like full blown tears, bro. I was a little bitch back then, straight up. <laughs> I'm not even gonna cap, bro. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna front and act hard, bro. That shit was awful. Right. And uh I think, yeah, I understand when my father left. Just playing, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know what? I okay, here's the crazy part, because mm-hmm. um there's a lot of like combat contact sports like let's just say football mm. a lot of them lead with their head they're always hitting with their yeah. head so they wear helmets okay yeah. uh basketball they get hit in the head a lot a lot okay definitely. now you got uh mma or ufc whatever that you know crazy man fools are they fucking each other fucking up. each other up man. so now there was a guy um that i met that i used to watch on tv boxing okay mm. And uh, they used to call him El Cañonero, okay? Cañonero. Yeah, that's H- right. Hector Quiroz, El Cañonero. Okay. And I walked up to him, and I just said, hey, man, I'm a huge fan. And I told him in Spanish, and I shook his hand. Okay. And I'm not going to lie to you. There was a reason why he wasn't fighting no more. He was like this. Oh, shit, man. Dude, he couldn't even talk, bro. Damn. He couldn't even talk. And somebody next to me. Because uh, this was, we were at like, like at a, at an arena or a boxing match and he was just walking around with some people. Mm-hmm. And somebody asked him for an autograph. Mm-hmm. And when he grabbed it, bro, he was like, like stabbing it almost like. Damn. Yeah, man. you know, and, and then he was talking about that his manager was talking about him fighting again. What the fuck? Hell no, bro. Yeah, at that, that point, you just gotta chill out, bro. Enjoy the last of your couple of years you got left, bro. God yeah, damn. Dude, and, and, and I mean, like, he couldn't even talk right. But uh, uh, he still, when he walked, walked around, shook people's hands, mm. he looked normal. Okay. Only when he talked, when he talked. and when he wrote. And, and I'm thinking, how did this guy go and looking normal and then looking like, you know, or like this? So now, if he suffered that from boxing, mm-hmm. just from boxing, yeah, with gloves on, okay, just imagine with these. MMA, man. Yes. yes. Shoot, man. I don't even know. Like, I be watching them and I be seeing how they be like bleeding and shit. Cause like, you know, like I said, I'm not really like into like, like crazy. But when I do be watching it, like sometimes I'm like, oh, damn, like, like them motherfuckers take a beating. And then you like when they're the done, hell. like, yeah, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did see that all the memes on Twitter and Instagram and shit. I know Connor got knocked the fuck out, but like, man, you know about, uh, Jake Paul, the, the new, that young, that YouTuber guy. No. He like, oh my God. I think it's Jake Paul or his brother. It's Jake Paul, right? Yeah, Jake Paul, like, he started getting into boxing and, like, he's, like, talking all this shit at Connor and he's like, you're a pussy, you don't want to fight me. And Connor's just not even saying nothing back to him. And it's just, like, seeing that shit is, like, like, I don't even know the sport of boxing, but I know that is, like, making boxing, like, come on, or MMA at least. It's like, you're you, you doing it, like, wrong here, pal. It's just, like, seeing that as, I don't like that shit. Well, a lot of those guys are clout chasing. Yeah, real and shit. And that's what it is because... Uh, nobody wants to fight them or they don't draw money, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So they're just clout chasing, yeah. you know, and, and that's what they do because, you know, in boxing, I've known dudes that are really, really good, mm-hmm. but it's like their personality or their character or, uh, their, how, their persona. It doesn't draw money. Mm-hmm. You know, you could say he's good, but they'll rather see a guy like Connor, you know, talk all, I mean, all uh, I mean, uh, McGregor talk yeah. all that shit. And they'll go pay the hundred bucks just to see his ass get knocked out. Yeah. And he's a good, he's promoting it with his fucking mouth. Mm -hmm. And there's some people that just don't have that, you know? Yeah. So those people go clout chasing and they'll call out 
somebody or whatever. So they could get all that money. I feel that, man. That makes yeah. a lot of sense now, actually. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of rappers that were doing that for a while. Oh, definitely, bro. <laughs> well, we'll get to that later because I have a whole lot to say about these clout chasing ass little rappers, man. I cannot stand them anymore, bro. Like, I'm done with them. Like I'm, I know, like I, it gets me hot. It's one of those topics where, like, you talk to me about it, bro. I will, like, I will not stop talking for the next five hours, bro. I cannot oh, okay. stand it. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll we can get to that later, bro. Okay. Don't even trip. But, but that's what I did. I watched football, uh -huh. and uh, I didn't really watch the fight last night because, number one, I'm not one of those guys that has the fire stick, yeah, and and, and <laughs> sit there and fucking find the stream, yeah. wait for it to fucking buffer, mm -hmm. it fucking boots you off. Yeah, you know, it looks like you're watching 1980s Fox. television because it's so fucking <laughs> so grainy, blurry and nasty. I feel yeah, like fuck. If I'm gonna, I'll just pay for it. Yeah, just to watch it properly. Up. Okay, mm -hmm. but now, where uh, originally are you from? Originally, I was born in Bell Gardens, California. Uh -huh. Um, I lived there up until I was about seven. I moved to uh, this little like little tiny city near, uh, it's kind of like in the 562 area, Southeast LA, it's called Hawaiian Gardens. I moved there like when I was seven. I stayed there for a while up until oh. high school when I was like in, uh, I think it might've been 10th grade, 11th grade. I moved back because my, my grandfather passed away. So um, yeah, so I moved back with my grandma because you know we just had to make sure she was good like yeah. we didn't want her like going off like because she was developing dementia at the time and still developing now it's it's pretty tough but um yeah so we moved in with her took care of her and i've been there in bell gardens ever since that's my hometown um it's not too big it's not too glamorous but um it's nice you know i appreciate it like i don't really want anything too glamorous anyways i wanted to, i want to be at home and that's where my home is at you know i, I mean i went to high school like in this area like kind of like a couple cities down near norwalk i went to cerritos high school so i guess i kind of did a lot of growing up there too right because um you know i met i met these people i met my homies um that was when i like you know i started like dating that was when i met a bunch of people who put me onto a lot of different things right so yeah like although i, I lived in bell gardens i just kind of like grew up in that whole little area just doing my thing it taught me a lot you know okay it's not too nice not too ugly but what, what, what was your high school mascot high school mascot. it was a don a don it was stupid as hell i fuck that but like yeah did, did you attend like prom and all that hell no i ain't go what to do you no mean hell no like nah, man i ain't go to no dances it's because like the way our high school was set up it was like I, I don't like getting into it because it's like it annoys me to this day but like hey i asked you can i ask you whatever you said yeah, yeah nah so. like straight up you can ask me whatever you want but it's just like i don't like getting into it because i don't like throwing people under the bus you know? okay okay I it's see. like the way our high school was set up it was like cerritos was right on the it was right on the border of like this city called artesia and cerritos right and artesia is a little bit more like a little like underfunded a little ghetto and then cerritos is where all these like rich uh, predominantly white and asian community is and like when you get those two mixed together obviously there's going to be some problems right and so the way that we did high school was like i had a group of friends and we always felt like outcasts like we yeah. felt like nobody wanted to talk to us like we would try to talk to people and they would just straight up insult us like they would just tell us like i remember this one time me and the homies we were at the mall and then um i saw this one girl really pretty i you know she was cool I, she will not be named unfortunately but um I was like, yo, why don't you say hi? And she was like, you guys look dirty and you guys look hungry. Sorry. And what mind you, fuck? we're just a bunch of little skater kids in the mall. And like, you know, Cerritos Mall is all fancy. It used to be fancy, at least. And like that, that's why I don't like talking about high school, because it was like so much negativity. And like, 
I try to stay away from it as much as possible. It was like the people I met there, because we were all outcasted, like, you know, right. like I said, like those people, it was like really growing, like understanding, like, although we're doing something different, no, we don't want to be like them anyways. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's kind of why I stayed away from prom, homecoming, all the little dances. I just could not go to them, bro. I, wow, you guys look dirty and hungry. Yeah, that shit, bro. When she said that, I like, a part of me wanted to cry because I was like, damn, you fucked up. But then it, another part of me was like, nah. I hate you. Like I, I don't. I go, I'm not going to talk to you. But yeah, you know, you get over things. It was just high school drama and how, beef. How old were you when you had your first date? Man, you say you were in high school. You started dating. Yeah, straight up. But like, I mean, before that, I was like talking to girls, like nothing serious. Like you know, I would hold their hands in like middle school, like give them a little <laughs> kiss on the cheek, be like, "I'll see you tomorrow at seven fifteen when the bell rings, baby. I'll walk you to class." You know, nothing serious. But my first like official girlfriend was probably like in tenth grade. And it taught me like a lot about myself, you know, like the first the first relationship you really get into. It kind of teaches you like who you really are as a person. Like you really look into yourself, think about like how you treat others. And like after it was over, I was like, OK, I understand that now. Here I am. Sorry, I didn't mean to go off on that. That was a little off topic. But <laughs> but yeah, like straight up, like it, it was cool. I was it was. I think I was about 15, maybe maybe 14, but it wasn't awful. Uh, looking back now, it was super cringy, super weird, but <laughs> I, grow, I grew up, man. I'm still doing a lot of growing, but hey, here I am, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, we gotta start somewhere, right? Yeah, we, everybody gotta start somewhere, man. But looking back at that starting, it's like, <sighs> man, what the fuck was you doing, bro? Yeah, you know? yeah. You, you come from a big family, a lot of brothers, sisters? Uh, I just got one sister. Um, okay. My mom raised me. Shout out my mom. She told me to shout her out once I got on here. And yeah. she told me to thank you for having me on her show. Oh. On your show. Um, hey, mom. You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks, mom. But, um, yeah. No, I mean, the way my family is set up, like, my mom did a lot of the, a lot of the raising, like, having a part-time father. Like, there's a lot of things that you don't learn being a young man growing up in that environment. Because it was like, she always had to tell me like stay out of gangs don't don't do no drugs and like she also had to teach me how to like shave my face once i started getting stubble and all that no shit and it's like you know like you you know you never realize like she turned me into the man i am today and i'm really proud of the person i am even though i have my flaws you know i'm really glad she was in my life to guide me that way and my sister like when my mom wasn't around because she was sick a lot of the time like my sister did a lot of like the raising too like sometimes i wake up and i find out like my mom's in the hospital again and like my sister would have to make me breakfast sometimes i would have to make her breakfast because she low-key fucking lazy if she watching this but <laughs> yeah man so family life it felt like i had a big family because right. of how close i was with my sister even though we fought a lot right but nah it was just usually me my mom and my sister then my stepdad came along and uh he's been there ever since great guy by the way really wonderful guy that's dope, and, that's dope. yeah man you, you know let me ask you something because i like to ask sometimes weird quick or off the wall questions yeah what was your best christmas gift you've ever received best christmas gift that's tough because i ain't never really got too many christmas gifts but um shit let me think man that you, that you can remember it could be when you were a little kid man. oh word bro shit oh damn i went to arizona to visit my aunt when i was probably like nine and uh -huh. for christmas and when i got there she had a big old christmas tree with a bunch of gifts and mind you it was just me and my sister and my mom so i was like i know them motherfuckers for me so like i waited and i waited 
And the first one I opened was this fucking Spider-Man toy. It was like a car. I don't know how to explain it. It was like a Spider-Man car, which is kind of redundant because Spider-Man can low-key fly and sling webs, right. which is it's like stupid. Like, why he need a car? But um, that shit was fire, bro. Oh, that same Christmas, I got an iPod Nano. And uh, it wow. never had no type of music, but having it was, like, really dope. Like, that was like, wow, I got an iPod Nano. It was blue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? The that sounds so old now huh? yeah iPod it's nano. crazy to me like how things have changed so quickly fast, fast. you know they say that technology uh, uh advances every uh four to six months wow you know like i haven't even had this phone a year and it's already considered old you already Straight have up. Yeah. another one you know i feel you that's how i feel about my phone bro and i just got a new one and i'm just like man like, you know what's crazy oh. like like don't name a phone this one's gonna be worth a thousand dollars i gotta get it <laughs> that's stupid i got the thousand dollar phone next year it's gonna be two thousand. Yeah, yeah. two thousand. Oh, I gotta get it, and we Man. fucking fall for it. And it's the same yeah. bullshit. Real shit. It's like the same system, same thing. Looks the same, maybe a different color. Yeah, and they're just like, nah, this one newer. So we gonna make you, we gonna yeah. make you pay a lot more, motherfucker. Yeah, like, it, all it, right, it's, Apple. It's new. It's run smoother. It's six G. It's all the same. Six G. Yeah, seven G, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta get the twenty G, bro. Twenty. So. So you a fool, Tony. <laughs> so, Man, so okay, crazy. so like, let me ask you this: Growing up, what type of music did your mom used to listen to that you heard around the house? Oh, word. Um, she listened to a lot of things. Honestly, she really liked a lot of Motown stuff, like okay. uh, a lot of Marvin Gaye, Gloria Gaynor, Sister Sledge. Like, went into disco. My mom actually had this like mixtape on the on the front. It said in gold letters, "Oldies but goodies." Every time we went on like a road trip or she would drive me somewhere, she popped that bitch in. First track was Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. Oh my God, I felt that song in my soul, bro. For real? Like when I heard that song, it was like instant. Like I clicked in my head. I was like, this is my shit. And like, wow. I don't know. Yeah, being around a lot of music like that kind of like formed me into the person I am now. And I never really thought about it until And that's recently. why I ask these questions. Yeah, like you never really think about those things, but like they really do affect how you live your life later on, like how you see things, you know? Okay, okay. Let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. How old are you? I'm 20. 20 years old. And how old were you when you were listening to that, the BG song? Probably like six. Okay. Yeah. I was in fourth grade when that movie came out. Oh, uh, Saturday Night Fever? And I went to go see it. Man, I just seen it for the first time a couple months ago. For real? Yeah. Okay, my brother's taking me to go see it. And of course, when the girl's dancing, she's got her tetas all yeah, hanging He was like, you know, put your head down. <laughs> so of course, I'm like this. Just like, yeah, still, you know, doing <laughs> one of those. I'm, I'm not looking. You know? Yeah, of that, course, bro. you want to see some fucking Colombia, yeah, bro. Fuck, titties on the screen? Yes, sir. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you, you know, but that movie was like, fuck, like way ahead of his time because yeah, man. they showed shit. I mean, even the music was, I mean, it's, it's over 30 years mm -hmm. over 30 years that movie and people are still talking about it like yourself yeah man it's really it was really good john travolta man crazy crazy actor but like i think when i saw it i was like oh it makes sense why like there was such a big culture shift back then because yeah. like disco was like something else like that was like something ain't nobody seen before they were just going in like all the clubs and shit and like i think having like john travolta play uh play the main character in saturday night fever it was yeah. like damn this white boy could dance that's fire as yeah. hell like that's what i really appreciated about the film because he ended up being a great actor you yeah know? yeah so, he did yeah and, and he had another hit movie uh after that uh grease oh man don't even get me started on grease bro <laughs> holy shit my mom had the vhs uh -huh. for grease 
And I never knew this until I was like maybe 12, but it came with the original screenplay for Grease. Okay. So all the lines, all the songs, and I would look through them and like I would I would watch the movie with my sister and she would sing like the girl parts and I would sing the boy parts. And man, it was it was intense. That was one of my favorite movies growing up, man. I love Grease so much. Oh shit. Hell yeah. Beauty School Dropout is one of the best songs ever Beauty, to this day. That's, that's probably my favorite song mm -hmm. out of that movie. Hell yeah, man. Beauty School shit, Dropout. Man. That's, that's the shit. Hey, don't laugh at us because we're talking Grease. Fuck no, bro. Saturday Night Fever. Okay? Yeah, laugh at yourself. Yeah. You sleeping on it, bro. <laughs> Okay, if you have one favorite gangster movie of all time. Ooh, gangster movie. Shit. Uh, we if you watched a lot of them. <laughs> Before we got here, uh, me and the homie Gabe were actually watching a clip from American Me. I don't know. Would you consider that a gangster movie? Yeah, I would. Yeah, uh, American Me. Fucking probably. Uh, probably not a, a super gangster movie, but Stand and Deliver. Low-key changed my life. Uh, would you consider that gangster movie? I would consider that more like street hood movie. Street but, hood, yeah. You know, I mean, there were gangsters in it, right? Yeah, there was, so. man. But like, yeah, that movie when I fucking, I think I was like in sixth grade. My cousin Chris, shout out Chris, real quick. Uh, <laughs> he like, he, my mom told him that like I was doing bad in school or something. And then for some reason, he thought it'd be the best idea to make me watch Stand and Deliver. And when I saw it, I was like, good movie, but I'm still not going to get good grades. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> but yeah, definitely one of my favorite movies, I guess, like a hood, you know, street movie. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, you ever watch uh, um, one of my favorites or my, the favorite movie is uh, Carlitos Way. Carlitos? Nah, I never heard of that one, man. Uh, Al Pacino, Carlitos Way. When you get a chance, look at it. I'll so, check it out. Definitely. It's pretty much about a guy that wants to get out of the whole street thing. <laughs> he just got out of jail and he's trying to stay away but pretty much all the streets still trying to bring him back in Nah, okay i you get know? that and he's pretty much saying i'm done with that i feel that so, that's crazy all yeah. right i'll check it out for sure. carlito's way i'm sure your mom has seen it i'm yeah, sure i'll she let her has. know for sure yeah so now let me ask you this mm -hmm. at what point in time in your life what were your your best memories of you listening to rap for the first time do you remember yeah definitely i mean this one's kind of like uh not more recent but this was like one of the like landmark moments for like rap um when i started when i realized i wanted to like make rap music i was actually at a like a me and the homies were hanging out it was me alex gabe and alan uh-huh and the homie the homie gabe he's right here he uh he played a music video by childish gambino's sweatpants okay and like I think watching it like in my head like that night like just looking at what i was like seeing it was just like wow this is like this is nothing like rap like what i thought it was like it was so like progressive and new and like like being myself like i've always got teased because i was small like i'm like a little nerd i love music like all kinds of music i'm like really into science and history and like i never really thought i could fit in with that scene but like seeing donald glover knowing his story like where he came from it was like really crazy like he's doing it why can't I do it? So I'm always going to be grateful to him for like giving me that opportunity and like giving me that idea and sparking my head for that. But uh, with like really early on, like I think here in 2001 by Dr. Dre, like when I was probably like nine or 10. The chronic I was, album. Yeah, the chronic. Oh, no, no, no. I was, it was a, it was a forgot about Dre. I heard that song. Yeah, the, the chronic 2001 album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, when I heard that, I was in my, the back of my mom's Prius. And I don't know where we were driving, but I had my little headphones in with the iPod Nano, you know. At this point, I finally had music on it, and I was listening to it. And uh, when I heard Eminem's verse, I was like, how is he rapping so many words at one time? Right. And, like, I never really thought about it too much, but in my head, I was like, 
I want to memorize this. So I memorized the whole song and I performed it for my mom. Like we was like, we lived in an apartment and I like blocked the door off and I was like, you're going to listen to me rap. And it was crazy, <laughs> man. And after that, it went into, um, do you still remember those lyrics? Nowadays, everybody want to talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move the lips. It's just a bunch of gibberish and motherfuckers act like they forgot about Dre. That wow. shit. When I, when I fucking learned how to do that shit, I was like, yes, like so crazy to me, bro. But, um, I got more into Eminem after that. And uh, I did the same thing with Eminem. Like, hi, my name is what? Like, that's the one that got me, like, got me hooked on. Yeah, that, man, that, that is that a crazy ass song, man. And then when I, uh, my cousin actually gave me a bunch of CDs. One of them was an Eminem CD. And when I heard "Shake That" featuring Nate Dogg, mm -hmm. bro, that shit like moved my soul. I was like, fuck, this motherfucker going in. And that was a really big song that kind of changed me into like knowing what hip hop was and really going into it more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 that's so. dope, man. That's dope. Check this out. We're gonna go ahead and uh, press pause right there. Uh, we're gonna take a ten minute break. We're gonna, I almost did a thirty minute break. <laughs> a, a, a ten minute break. We're gonna come back and pick up right where you left off. Okay, beautiful. Because I know you got three records out, and we want to talk about those. Yes, sir. Okay. So uh, once again, everybody, we're gonna go ahead and take a ten minute break. Uh, don't forget to call somebody, text somebody, slap the shit out yes. somebody, let them know that Jose Homicide is in the motherfucking building. We'll be back in ten minutes. Welcome back, everybody, to Rodian Radio, episode 129, and this is the podcast that slaps your crotch your fat ass with a fat ass dick. We're going to go ahead and jump butt naked right back into it with Jose Homicide. Yes, sir. So, once again, I'm glad you're here. We took a nice break. Yes, sir. Uh, smoked a joint, mm. couple of toques, three beers. We're good. <laughs> so, but when right. Tony starts really drinking, that's when this shit gets it's interesting. Good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, uh, now, now, you were telling me about, um, right before we went to break, well, that Eminem was like a huge part yeah, of- Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, who, name me a couple of more rappers that you say were a huge influence on you. Okay. Um, let's see. Growing up, I mean, I heard Quick a couple of times, but I never really got into him until later. Quick is a name is probably like really, really transformative album for me. Like I listened to that and I was like, whoa, this shit is wild as fuck. Yeah. He's got some soul in his shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see who else. Snoop Dogg for sure. That doggy style album. Yeah. Crazy as hell. Uh, Kendrick Lamar. Cause he's kind of like a, almost local artists like if yeah. you think about it like and then seeing him like grow grow up and like get big like that in that scene that shit was crazy as hell to me uh let me think shit maybe like does it have to be just west coast because i got no, a lot it could of be, east coast. no no just whoever influenced you would you would say a lot of big uh tribe called quest low end theory is one of my favorite albums to this day too uh big l my friend calvin when i started rapping like he was like uh who, who taught him how to rap was like he would look up to Big L because Big L had some crazy freestyles that he would just kick and his like cadence his like attitude in the tracks that shit was like really like entertaining like and right. he said some real ass shit too and like a uh, mob deep R.I.P. prodigy for sure like man that shit was crazy as hell how he just passed like that um let's see who else oh obviously Hove um Reasonable Doubt Reasonable Doubt's one of my favorite albums from him he uh that that uh can't knock the hustle man that shit is still one of my favorite songs to this day as well like he just went the fuck in on that shit and mary j blige too she did her shit man but yeah man that's that's a that's a good roundup of who i would be listening okay. to yeah uh, at what age would you say you started to actually start writing down shit well i mean i was always kind of like writing poetry and short stories here and uh -huh. there and it's like uh when i started writing raps might have been around like 
maybe 12 years old 13 years old okay but like they were never anything serious like it was just like to see if i could do them and then like i would just leave them in like a little notepad see where like they would go later on maybe uh-huh. and then like i think honestly the homie gabe he forced me to start rapping because i feel like he just saw something in me he was like yeah you got it you should just go ahead and do it and then uh, i started recording like recording my own raps probably like in high school like maybe i was like a freshman in high school so like 14 years old maybe uh-huh. and i never really took it seriously but then like once he started pulling up to my crib like with the recording equipment and like the mic and like we would just kind of like do tracks here and there like uh i remember we went to this elementary school called ellie elementary in artesia california and uh so we wrote a song we were trying to write a song called elliot days and like i don't you remember that game yeah he remembers that but like i think that was when i was like yo this is gonna be sick as hell we wrote it over the uh uh nujibis you know nujibis mm-hmm. yeah we wrote it over aurorian dance his beat and like okay. we wanted it to like really like stick because we heard that beat and we were like this is just beautiful man and uh, that was when i was like okay i should probably start taking this shit seriously I recorded my first songs like by myself but then like when i started like really going in it was with gabe and we just did a bunch of songs going back and forth to each other and to this day we still like we work the best like i've never worked any with anybody better than how i work with gabe okay now let me ask you this. when you started recording mm-hmm. uh, uh what did you use to record on my iphone yeah really <laughs> yeah garage band on my iphone and i actually recorded two albums on it two whole albums well eps projects like uh, wait on your phone on my phone yes sir and uh, okay explain to us how how that like walk us through it yeah so at first um it was kind of just like to like for shits and giggles just so i could see what my voice sounded like over a beat uh-huh and like i would produce the beat like it's pretty easy to make beats on like your phone on like on garage band like you just throw in a snare a little kick maybe a little chord progression with the keys on your phone yeah on my phone just like Get my two little fingers, just you know, just playing that shit. And then, like after that, I was like, okay, what if I just get other people's beats, download them onto my phone, throw them in a GarageBand, and then just start writing like whole songs over that. And like my first album, like I genuinely did not believe it was going to work at all. I thought people were gonna be like, this is garbage, like it sounds horrible. But it was palatable for everybody, and uh, that was one of the first projects I ever put out. And to this day, I called it uh, Raspberry Headache. It's like a paying homage to Prince, Raspberry Beret, you know? And it was like, uh, it was about love, you know? Because he had, Raspberry Beret is about a girl. And if it was warm, she wouldn't wear much more. And my album was about a girl and how she just fucked me up. So I just called it Raspberry Headache, you know what I'm saying? Was that a true story? Yes, it is. It is a very true story. Um, Want to tell us about it? Yeah, so, I mean, it was multiple, like, girls, like, just taking bits and pieces from like every like little relationship like in entanglement that i've been in or whatever (laughs) and it was just like taking that experience and then just like throwing it down and like trying to understand like you know maybe i don't really understand love but like i'm trying i'm trying my best and so like basically i just wanted to show like uh i understand what i'm trying to do here with this music stuff and like i love it very much it's just i'm learning my like all i can right now and this right. is all i have this is all i have for you guys six i think it was six or seven songs i just threw them down in my little closet like i had like a big walk-in closet before i like moved into my sister's old room and i put my phone like on this big dresser and i plug in my headphones and i just rap right into my iphone speaker and that's how i got the album out yeah it's crazy oh, shit. yeah crazy oh, wow 
I mean, I've heard people say, you know, they recorded on a karaoke machine, two boom boxes, yeah. you know, but I've never heard somebody did a whole album or a whole EP on yeah. their phone. You know what? I think um, Steve Lacey, he was like an artist I really liked at the time. And uh, I found out he produced a beat for Kendrick Lamar. And at that time, he put out like a demo tape and he had an interview and like a documentary with uh, Vice, I think. I'm not too sure who it was, but he walked it through on how he recorded his songs on his phone. I was like, if Steve Lacey could do it, why the fuck can't I do it? You know, I've always had that mentality, like looking up to people like if they could do it, Jose could do it as well. Yeah. So like I just, you know, I just took bits and pieces from that and I was like, OK, I'm going to do this as well, you know? Now, you do that song, and uh, I mean, you do that EP, mm -hmm. you produce the beats yourself, correct? I did a couple of them. Okay, I did a couple of them. I, some of them, like, SoundCloud community was really big back then. Like, a lot of people were blowing the fuck up on SoundCloud. Like, I would hit up producers. I'd be like, hey, like, I'm a rapper. I'm just trying to get, like, one little project out, and I really like your song. Here's a demo of what I did over it. Most of them would be like, get out of here, you stupid little kid. But most, a couple of them were like, you know what? That's cool. Go ahead and use it. So, um, the intro was actually produced by a Japanese producer. He was, I've completely forgot his name now because I haven't worked with him in over like four or five years. But yeah, like it was just finding all those connections. Like one guy produced a beat, he was from Atlanta. Another guy from Japan, like uh, I tried to do a couple of the beats. It was just like bits and pieces from a lot of different places, you know? Right, mm -hmm. okay. So now, uh, so you're done with it, you release it. Mm -hmm. um, what was the response that you were getting? At first, people were just like, oh, he put out EP, whatever. Because, like, beforehand, I was already, like, trying to get into the music stuff. Like, I had a feature on my homie Calvin's album. And uh, I thought that it was really good. And I was like, okay, maybe if I start putting out my music, people will give, give me, like, a good response. And uh, at first, it was just my friends listening to it. Like, a bunch of people I went to school with telling me, like, yo, it was really nice. Like, I'm glad you liked it. But then maybe like six or seven months after the album dropped at this point i'm just like it flopped i could do better and maybe i'll just get some studio equipment yeah like six months pass and then out of nowhere i just start seeing the numbers rise like really gradually like very slowly but surely i'm just like yo what's going on here and it turns out people had been using my music for like instagram videos like compilations like uh and then once it really took off for some reason uh you ever, you ever seen like a wax pen, like a weed wax pen? Mm -hmm. So what they do is they hit it until it like blinks, meaning like you can't hit it no more, like it's done or whatever. I don't know how that shit works, but there's this Instagram page called Blinkers Only and they played my song while this motherfucker was hitting it, hitting a blinker on his pen and that video got like like 20,000, 30,000 views and everybody in the comments like, yo, this song is fire because it was playing in the, in the video. What song was it? It's called Backyard Party. It's on Raspberry Headache. And they were like, yo, this shit's fire. And my ass went into the comments like, yo, I made this song. Yeah. If you want you want to listen to it, it's on Apple Music, Spotify. And like, yeah, I think that's when it was like really like, oh, okay, here we go. Like a big algorithmic, like a big algorithm, algorithmic, sorry, I can't say that word. It just boosted like crazy. And like, I'm always going to be grateful. Like, I didn't expect it to happen. But the fact that it did is really beautiful to me. It's like, you, know, you never know when it's going to happen. You never know. Yeah, you never know. But you know what? One thing, one of my boys, Tito, said this, that uh, uh, the game, if you will, chooses you. Yeah, straight up. It chooses you. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people that let's just say that hypothetically, I could have been rapping with you. And let's just say I had five years or seven years ahead of you. Yeah, straight up. But because possibly of that Instagram thing, you shot up. Yeah. And I, I could be congratulating 
or I could be hating. Straight, yeah, man, real shit. You know, I ran into a lot of that, man. Yeah, it's crazy as hell. Like, I mean, the thing was, like, I never really understood why people did it because I never felt any different. But it's yeah. just like people would just hate, like, oh, you think you got all these streams? You think you better than everybody else? Now it was like, I don't like. I just, I'm just doing my thing. Like, I'm just making music, bro. No, uh, you, you know, and I, I truly, truly understand what you say because, mm -hmm. like, I was telling you before we went live that uh and everybody here on rodian radio that knows uh that stays tuned in every week and here's my story mm -hmm. they know that we weren't meant to be here that long yeah mm -hmm. you know and i was telling you that yes sir i said maybe two three months tops and it's a, it's a fucking wrap yes sir but when I, we started out with 238 subscribers uh september 11 2019 and then all of a sudden a couple of weeks later 1k and then uh, a couple of days later 2k and before that, I was literally getting a thousand subscribers like every other day. And I'm not going to lie to you. I kept refreshing it because I thought something was wrong. Yeah. And I was telling my boy, I said, this can't be true. Mm -hmm. Like, this can't be true. What, That's what? really beautiful, man. That we got 5,000 subscribers. Like, it, in my mind, I was fighting it. I was saying, we're, nah. only, supposed to, we're only supposed to have like less than a thousand, mm -hmm. you know? And then when we hit 10K, that's when I said, okay, shit just got serious. Man, you know, I bet. And, and that's, believe it or not, that's when, um, uh, and I never let it bother me, but that's when the Haiti started coming in from other podcasts. Real shit, like, yeah. like, dude, you only been on a couple of months. How in the fuck? We've been on five years. We can't even hit a thousand <laughs> subscribers. Like, 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 what did you do? Did you buy followers? Did you buy subscribers? And I'm mm -hmm. like, no. I, I thought it was a malfunction, so I just kept just refreshing the yeah, shit. Yeah, straight up, man. You know, so mm -hmm. we're almost at 30K, and it's been a little bit over a year, so I'm thankful for everybody that subscribed, participated, talk shit, comment, yeah, like. Fuck yeah, man. Negative or positive. They're mm -hmm. still watching. It's all love. You know what I'm saying? Straight up, man. So, so I could understand when people would look at you and maybe saw that your numbers were shooting up. Mm -hmm. See, I don't understand what enters a man's heart when he sees, he sees somebody doing good, somebody winning, and then say, Just fuck hate. that guy. Yeah, like, I don't get that either, bro. I, I don't understand that, bro. I, I don't get it, but. I mean. It comes with the territory. Yeah, real shit. I think it's just like, I think the, the way it is, is like people work so hard to get something and then they see other people. Like, I'm not gonna lie, every once in a while, I'll see like a, maybe like a 12 year old rapper on Instagram, he got like, like 20,000 views on like a video and like in my head for a second I'll just think like what am I doing so wrong <laughs> like what am I doing wrong like this man got like all these chains on he's like in a in a nice car man can't even drive yet and he's just rapping a, a horrible like trap song and it's like I guess there's an audience for this but yeah what am I doing wrong that I can't have that you know well you know what there's an audience for everything and one thing I was told with this podcasting or uh, with my documentary as well that I directed, they've mm. always said, make sure you identify who your audience is. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, uh, feed them, you know, go after them. Mm. And that's what I did, yeah. you know. Uh, same thing with this podcast. A lot of artists don't know who their artist is. Mm. I've known a lot of dope rappers, females and males, okay, dope. But when the record label sees them, okay, they're Insta-famous, they got so many thousands of followers on Facebook, mm. but who are we gonna sell them to? Yeah totally get that you know yeah. and then that's kind of like where they ended up dropping them because they couldn't sell records because wow. they didn't know who their market was okay and, and i think that's where some rappers are they don't know who their market is yeah they don't know who they're selling to exactly wow i never even thought about that but yeah no for real like i feel like just saying like i understand why the people hate like i understand why they like doing that but it's just like i never like 
you know, I don't think it's my thing to like get in there and see like, oh, you shouldn't be winning, you motherfucker. Like, I don't know. I guess I'm just not a hater like that. Yeah. But um, no, nah, real shit. Like, that's what I've been trying to figure out too. Like, who am I gonna be selling my music to? Because right. at this point in my life, like for the past maybe like two months. I just been putting out the randomest music, like no genres, no nothing. Like maybe one day I'll put out like a, like a beat I make, like a nice little guitar melody with like some boom bap drums. Next day I'll put out like a crazy trap song that makes you want to like go out and punch someone in the face type <laughs> shit. And then like the next day I'll put out like a slow like love song, like R and B. I don't know. And it's just like, I was thinking that too. Like who am I gonna be selling this to? And that's when I realized like. Oh, if somebody loves music, they must love my music too. You know, like, I don't know. I'm trying not to set one audience and I don't ever want to like push myself into one genre, you know? Right, right. Cause I feel like, like somebody I look up to a lot is like Bob Dylan. Cause like through the years, you could see that he never wanted to stay in one shape, you know? Right. Like you got to be like water. You got to flow. Like you got to turn into what you are. Like you got to turn into your environment. So it's just like, I always want to be evolving. I always want to be giving people different things. Like, I don't ever just want to be like, oh, he's that rapper. I want to be, no, that's Jose. That's that singer. He make beats. He make all kinds of shit. Like, there's no putting the label on Jose, you know? I want to, that's what I'm trying my absolute hardest to do. You know, just expand my horizons. That's all. Dope, dope. Okay, so you released the first one, mm -hmm. uh, the first EP. How soon after that you start working on the second one? Right after I noticed that it was blowing up. Cause like, I noticed like a lot of people were hitting me up or the followers were coming in the feedback was coming in from strangers like people from like minnesota a lot of people from new york were really liking my music um that's because like the west coast scene was like really big at the time like shoreline right. mafia az chike was blowing up at the time and like i had that song it was like really out of place on the album it was like right, a right. like a west coast like banger type of shit and then people heard it and they were fucking with it so i was like okay now that i have this out i should start working on the next record and that album just topped a hundred thousand like recently and it was old as shit but like you know all the numbers coming in it was like okay i should start doing something else so i started working on another project called death on two legs it's a um it's taken from a queen song and uh that song is about him it's about freddie like being really mad at his manager and he's just talking all this shit so i was like for this album I'm going to talk my shit to everybody who's done me wrong in the past couple of years. You know, just let out all this frustration and everything. Right, right. And I realized it was wrong, like, once it was out. Because, like, don't get me wrong. I still love that project. Like, it took a lot out of me to do it. But it was just, like, getting so angry and, like, letting all those emotions out into the into the track. Like, made made the track. But it was just, like, it was just negative energy I could not, like, bring right. back and i right. i think that's kind of like what brought me down after that release so that was the one project i was just like you know i'm not too like faithful in this one but let's see where it goes from here you know right did you watch that uh bohemian rhapsody movie yes i did i did thought it was like great it? i thought it was great, great movie mm -hmm. uh, what was it it came out in 2019 huh yes sir oh, that was my favorite movie of 2019 wow yeah, was, queen was, story is fucking insane man that was a dope ass movie mm -hmm. uh okay so now what was the response on that ep um it was about the same at first because, you know, like being an independent artist, you have to do all your own promotion. You got to get all these people talking. You got to do the shows. You got to get uh, merch, which I was lacking at the time because I didn't have any place to get merch. Um, it was it was a uh, people liked it. Definitely. They never told me anything negative. Like I to this day, I can't recall like one negative comment, but 
I low-key appreciate the negative comments more than just silence, honestly. Because that means that you listened and you didn't like it, and now I have something to build off of, you know? So that's kind of what brought me down about it, because, like, too many people were saying, yeah, it's good, but I didn't see the numbers rising too much. Right. And um, I think one of the songs that kind of, like, I wouldn't say it took off, but it did a lot better than the rest of the, rest of the, the album. It was uh, Breaking Bread. And uh, it was probably because I just sent it to a bunch of meme pages and they like, you know, blew the hell out of it and they showed it to all their followers. And uh, yeah, to this day, it's uh, it's still sitting at around like maybe uh, 50, 60,000 streams. But hey, that's better than zero. And I cannot complain at all. Yeah. Know? Yeah. OK. And now how soon after that you start working on the third one? Because if I'm correct, you have three out. I have three projects out. Um. I took my time for sure. I think it took me about a year to finally get that album. The, the last album out I just put out called Homicidal Volume One. It took me about a year to get that one out because um, I finished that last Death on Two Legs album in November of 2019, and right after that, I was like, "What's next? Let's let's see what's next." And I just wanted to take my time, you know, because I was coming up on 20, and looking back at all my teen years and like how it was just all going away and how I was going to turn into into my 20s like I was no longer going to be a teen and I just wanted to make something like a big reflection of, of everything I learned yeah everything that like changed me everything that's turning me into the person I am today so I really just wanted to take as much time as possible to produce it to give it my all just show everybody like to be honest right. that's all I wanted to do just be really honest with everybody Today, what do you uh, uh, um, what do you do your music on? What do I do my I make music on like Logic, Logic Pro X. Okay. Yeah, that's how I record my music now. Uh, the reason I, I changed from my phone, like I don't think I would have stopped recording music on my phone if it wasn't for LA Film. Like I enrolled at LA Film a few months ago. I can't even remember how long ago it was at this point. But uh, when you enroll for the audio engineering program, they give you a MacBook and a microphone and um and an interface and so that kind of changed everything because like while i was doing school learning music theory learning like how to like uh, play chords and to make them sound good and all that learning music history i was also working on my own music so like i would do my homework and right after i would just start recording my album you know mm -hmm. so like that is that kind of that kind of was like a big shift too okay well, what about visuals do you have any visuals out you know what i've been i've been low-key lagging on visuals i've been trying to get as many visuals like together but um like like we said before uh before we started like i, I always want to do everything like 100 percent. like i don't want to give anything just like 90 80 percent right right if i'm gonna do a video i want it to be exactly how i want it to look i want the people working with me to be in the exact same vision that i'm going for right and um i'm right now i'm writing a script for like a screenplay to, or like a screenplay for a short film for one of the songs on my album called i think i love her it's uh -huh. about like a weird love triangle type of thing. It's, I don't know. You just got to listen to the songs to understand what I'm talking about. But um, Okay, now, now really quick, where can people go listen to your music? Everywhere. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, uh, Amazon Music, Google Music, shit, Deezer, I think, Tidal. Did I say that already? Yeah. Okay, and what did they look it up under? Jose Homicide, Homicide of Volume 1. That's my latest album. Okay, now why Homicide? Did you have another rapper name before that? Yeah, I had a couple. Okay, uh, give, give us a couple of names. Man, like uh, when I was just making like little random beats on my iPhone, I don't know what got into me because it was the stupidest name ever, but I went by Jose Hennessy. Jose Hennessy. Yeah, and I ain't never drank Hennessy in my life. So I was like, why the fuck am I lying to myself, you know? So like hearing that, I was like, nah, that ain't it. And then 
I don't know what we was doing. I was with the homies. And then like, I think somebody was like, man, this man Jose get on every track, track and he just straight up kill it. I was like, you can call me Jose Homicide. And I was like, boom, that's it. And ever since it just stuck. But I don't want it to be just like some ignorant name about murder and violence. I right, want right. to change it into something else, you know? I want people to see the name, be shocked, and listen to my music and be like, oh, he not preaching no violence. He not talking about like murder. He not talking about gangs so much. Right. Like, yeah, it's part of the hip hop thing. Like, you got to right. talk about the streets and like what you experience and shit. But I don't want it to be like just my name, what you see, you know? Right. So right. that's kind of like where the name stems from. Okay. And your first EP, if I had to twist your arm, give me your favorite song out of there. Mm. Well, looking back, it's kind of cringy. It was like, you know, I was a youngin, but probably Backyard Party and Yogurt. Cause on yogurt, it's like an audio snippet between a conversation with me and my moms. And like, I always thought that was like the cutest thing ever. Cause like, I really love my mom a lot. That's and like, dope. we all, fact, I, I love, yeah, my, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, man. Like putting my mom on that song, it kind of like, uh, it's always, it's always going to be there regardless, you know? And like, I think growing up, not having my mom around so much, like it, it like scared me into like growing up, like, like I could lose my mom at any second cause she was always sick. Like I never knew when she was gonna come home. She would leave to surgery at five in the morning and be like, I'm going to surgery, might come home, might not come home. We'll see what happens. And I would just have to deal with it. And like having her on that song was just like right. really beautiful to me. Cause that's something right. that's always gonna be there. She ain't never gonna leave that song, you know? Okay. Man, I don't wanna get too emotional, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not, it's okay, it's okay. So let's go to the second EP. Yes, sir. Your favorite song out of there? Breaking Bread for sure. That was quick. <laughs> okay. Um, also this one song called Down the Hatch. Okay. It's, uh, it's about like drinking and like just having so many problems in your life that you just want to escape like you just don't want to deal with them it's just like you see the problems but right now is just like not the time like you just can't fuck with the problems right now like you just got to let them go and that's that song is just kind of like like you know i see all these problems but i take another one down the hatch and just ignore them that's that's how it is you know what i'm saying <laughs> okay 30 p uh 30 my last album probably fistful of dollars because um clean eastwood Oh yeah, that's what I named the song after. I'm glad you caught that, bro. Um, uh, Clean Eastwood is like my favorite actor. Bro. Are you for real? Yeah, I'm bro. I will talk about that in a bit, but yeah, fistful of dollars because um, I had this girl, uh, Jules, very very talented musician. Like she's probably a better musician than me to this day. I always I'm always gonna say that, but like, yeah, I got her on it. She was originally gonna have a verse, but like it was getting too close to the release date, so I was just like, just sing the hook. It'll be beautiful. And every time I listen to that song, I just remember the day we recorded it. It was just so beautiful. And uh, probably Frownland. Frownland was the first track off of that, off of that album. And uh, I produced it myself. Yeah. So like, that was the first beat where I listened to it, and I was just like, wow, like, I can't believe I made this shit. It, that's that's probably why it was one of my favorites too. So yeah. Okay. Now, yeah, three piece, three three projects out. Mm -hmm. Now you got to choose your favorite one out of those three. Definitely my last one, Homicide Volume 1. Because that shit was like my magnum opus of my life thus far, you know what I'm saying? Because like, I took everything, everything that I've ever learned from music and just threw it right down. Like I have references to like Andre 3000, to Jay Dilla, to like, uh, shit. There's this one song that I like. I think I took it like the idea from uh, Do For Love by Tupac yeah. and I just kind of like did my own flip of it but like I never let anybody know that and if you listen to that song you would never guess that but like the lyrics were heavily inspired by that and so it's just like that album was it taught me a lot about myself because I was really going through a tough time when I was making it 
And like the fact that I could pull myself out of that hole and put this amazing body of work that everybody's like really fucking with. And even if they don't fuck with it, as long as they listen, like that's that's awesome to me. Right, right. So I'm just extremely proud of that album. Like words cannot explain. I got all my friends on it. All of us just had a great time recording that. Awesome, man. awesome. So oh, why don't you give us a verse up on one of those songs right there? Shit, what you want to hear? Um, give, us a, give us a 16. 16, all right. This is a, uh, let me see. What shot? Which, which one? What song? What song? <laughs> one of your favorite ones. All right, fistful of dollars. I mean, one of the verses it goes like, "Oh shit, do I remember it? My bad if I fuck up. Hold up." Uh, all right. So this verse was actually about the girl that was on this track. I probably shouldn't say that because she's probably watching this shit. But <laughs> yeah, it goes like, "Blonde hair in my kitchen sink." Tiptoe in my golden links. I've been 10 down in this 4 a.m. and we sipping slow. It's a lot of drink. Activist was my missing link. Soda down and we get the drink. I've been up and down. Side to side, forward, back, and I forget to think. Like, slow it down. Go catch my breath now. I feel like Basquiat painting on my clothes now. And that bitch wanna talk. I ain't got no time. I gotta get going now. Maybe we could catch up one day. I got a new bitch. She never frowns like, baby, I'm sorry. But the colors in the sky got a real nice glow when they reflect in your eyes like it's one sided. I could probably die if I ain't had a show tomorrow and another in five. But I'm a mess still pushing. So I keep it together when I'm alone going crazy like the frills of a feather and you can pull it out piece after piece. But now I'm still pushing. So, baby girl, you can come and pour a drink and then it goes into the hook. And then she sings it, sounding like a goddamn angel. And, That's dope. Uh, you know, let's give him a round of applause, you guys. Thanks, guys. Man. Appreciate it. That's dope, man. <laughs> That's dope, man. I like that. I Thank like you, that. Man. Look, sad to say we've come to the end of our interview. Okay. But anything I didn't ask you, anything you want to promote, whatever you want, and then give your shout outs. Definitely. Um, yeah. Uh, if you want to listen to a good album, go listen to uh, Homicidal Volume 1 by Jose Homicide. It's uh, it's kind of hard to dislike. I'm not going to lie. So uh, you're going to have yourself a good time. I want to give a shout out to my, uh, my moms, Calvin Cujo, Eric Roses, Gabriel Guzman. Uh, let's see. That's about it. Your yeah, boys? Huh? Yeah, that's my boys right there. Gabriel okay. Guzman, Eric Roses. Shout them out. They're going to they gonna be huge one day. Just just watch. Just watch, y'all. Yo, that'll work. Um, other than that, man, I want to thank you for coming, bro. I really had a... Uh, you know what? I learned a lot. Thank you, man. I, I learned a lot. I because you're 20 years old, but you said a lot of things. Like, first of all, you brought me this. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's all yours, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and you you named a lot of artists that were from my era. And I'm thinking like, wow. I always admire that when I see the younger generation really admired the music that I grew up with. Like, it, it's, it's, it's a, how would you say? It's almost like, like a mental turn on. Like, wow. These guys really did the research and they love good fucking music. Hell yeah, man. You Definitely. Know? Saturday all... Night Beaver. Grease. You know, Clean yes, Eastwood. Sir. Yes, sir, man. You know, okay. Uh, on our way out, favorite Clean Eastwood movie. Clint Eastwood movie. It's probably Fistful of Dollars, definitely. Really? Actually, he did a um he directed a movie called Richard Jewell, mm -hmm. like recently. Have you seen it? No, not not that Man, one, not the new one. You have to check it out, bro. Okay. It's so good. My homie Jordan put, told me to watch it. Wow, dude. It it brought me to tears. I'm not gonna lie. Did, did you watch the uh the mule? The mule, yeah. Bro, wait, oh my god, man, that was crazy. Fucking um Gran Torino too. Gran Torino. Gran Torino, fuck. Shit, dude. man. I mean, when has Clint Eastwood ever made a whack movie? I don't think he ever has. Exactly. That's somebody, that's somebody you got to look up to right there. Clint Eastwood, yeah. man. I'm the Mexican Clint Eastwood. That's man. right. That's right, Tony. Hey. All good. Okay, Jose Homicide, make sure you guys check him out. And up next, hey, you know who just walked in? Who just walked in? Puppet Master. Puppet Master. Yeah. 
Oh, Puppet masters shit. of the motherfucking building. We'll be back. Make sure you call somebody, text somebody, slap the shit out of somebody. Let them know that <laughs> Puppet Master Jose Homicide is in the motherfucking building. We'll be back 10 minutes. Uh, Welcome back, everybody, to Rhodium Radio, episode 129. And uh, you know what? I'm, I'm glad you guys stay tuned in. I'm glad you guys are still here. I don't care if you guys comment negative, positive. It's all good. Uh, other than that, once again, I want to encourage everybody, if you own a business, if you got an album coming out, I mean, if you got an OnlyFans page, whatever, and you want to promote it, buy an ad, and we'll play it during our commercial break. Go to documixery forward slash ads, and there you'll be able to see uh, how much is it per one episode, how much is it for two weeks worth of episodes, or how much is it for a whole month of episodes. So far, the, the response that we've gotten from people that have uh, bought ads has been great that their business has been doing pretty good due to the uh, ads that we've been playing simply because uh, we average about 10K views per episode and we get about a half a million views just on our channel alone. So uh, uh, the more the people watch the podcast, the more the people see your ad. So other than that, once again, I want to push the merch. Uh, we got hats, we got beanies, uh, sweaters, whatever. Uh, go to documixery.com and there you can get all of that stuff. But without further ado, please allow me to introduce my very special guest, Puppet Master. How you doing, brother? I'm great, man. How you doing? Puppet Master 213. That's King. right. You got to represent where you're from. You, you got to represent so where you're from. That's where, that's where I grew up, the area 213, so I just stick it into my name. You know, we've been <laughs> following each other for, for quite some time, even yeah. times where my pages got deleted. I know. <laughs> that's why I was like, I attacked this guy, but it's not there no more because I usually... um copy and replace whatever i posted before so i could just be easy because usually type a lot and um uh, i just did that and when i click i was like it's not even there no more so i try to look for you and i guess i find you again but yeah man it's, you've yeah. been i don't know how you do it <laughs> i don't know you know th th this is my fifth instagram page That's, in that three is, years that is a trip man That's, you know i mean my, you're the meme what is it historian what do you call <laughs> oh man this <laughs> The meme historian, brother. That's so hilarious, man. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I got, really, a bright, I got a bright future. I, yeah. I, oh, man, I've been still another <laughs> It's really hilarious, man. So I just, you know, I'm glad that, you know, we keep in touch. And, yes. I mean, now I'm here, man. That's Absolutely. Yeah. If you have any memes and you don't want to post them up, you can send them to me. <laughs> I'll post them oh, up. Trust me, there have been some funny ones that I'm like, I'm going to send it to you. But you, you're always posting, like, a lot of them sound like, man, it's probably already catching up, you know? Yes. So I, I kind of like <laughs> I like to say that I'm like 50 memes ahead of people. Oh, yeah, man. You know what That's why I'm like, man, like, I'll, I would just be going. In, oh, man, this, I'm laughing at my house like at 3 in the morning. It's so hilarious, man. Some people send me <laughs> memes, and I'm like, I already posted that one. <laughs> That's why I didn't even want to touch that one, because I'm like, man, this was probably already... Phew. Like way ahead of me, so I didn't even gonna Well, you know that. what? I'm glad you have a sense of humor because a lot of people, believe it or not, <laughs> hey. uh, a lot of dudes get offended. It's not never the girls. Yeah. It's the dudes that get offended. I mean, I grew up, you know, like laughing. I'm always like, I should, that should be my name, Smiley, because I'm always <laughs> really smiling and all that. That's why I kind of came up with the concept of differentness of with a triste, you know, because I'm always happy and I don't want to give them this happiness again. So I kind of right. create them as a sad puppet and. Yeah. That's how I kind of go based on myself. I'm always happy, man. And I'm a stoner, so, you know, I, I smoke a lot. And 
I mean, there's not enough funny for me. <laughs> Trust me, that I'll be laughing at some jokes that I'm like, what the fuck? Like, oh man. But I mean, some I, inside jokes. I bet oh, you know. Man, dude, trust dude, me. There's times where I'm about to post one mm. and I can't stop fucking laughing, bro. I'm fucking dying. Yeah. Oh I'm, man, I'm so. Trust me, I'm a fucking happy person. <laughs> Definitely. Awesome. Awesome. So three state. He's the saddest clown. In Los Angeles, man. And yeah. all of LA. Yeah, that's what I kind of labeled them. Actually, I mean, I've been a, you know, kind of, I shouldn't name myself Puppet Master because I'm way beyond being a Puppet Master, you know, because that's owning like a thousand puppets and do this. I kind of just decided to give myself that name because uh, there's like a couple of songs that I grew up listening to, like, you know, Metallica, you know, Puppet Master song. Yeah. Dr. Dre and Be Real, they one, which is Puppet Master. All yeah. that song is like, the shit to me so i was like you know i gave myself that name because my you know I, like the street name that i usually have is nessio like that's kind of like people on the streets know me by which is kind of like i kind of had them on instagram like that but then i started kind of taking a lot of more pictures of the puppets that i used to do where i used to work at because the theater that i used to work at is um bob baker marionettes and that theater is in existence for almost um 70 years so this theater has a collection of three thousand marionettes which is like so many types on some different things. And I spent 18 years in that place. And that's how I kind of learned everything that I know. And after the theater closed down, I kind of decided to kind of did my own twist into the whole puppetry world and created him. And um, he kind of blew up a little more than I expected because <laughs> I kind of created him mostly as a display. You right. know, to show what the strings are, what a pup marionette is. Because puppet, you call it everything like a universal. You know, any of this right here could be a puppet. You could just put some strings or even, you know, like this one could be a puppet because you manipulate it with your hand. Or you could shadow it into like a shadow, like wall. And you could do hand shadow puppets, which is different puppeteering. And so I should just say puppets because it's most universal. But if you want to call him as a like a specific thing, he's a marionette. Marionette okay. is with strings. Everything that has a string is called a marionette. Pinocchio is a marionette. It's, it's a puppet because you call them like that. Everybody's like a universal. Oh, a Pinocchio is a puppet. And, but puppet is kind of like the easiest thing. A marionette is kind of like one of the hardest things you could do because it involves strings and like, all these different things you can make them do, which is like a trip. But yeah, man, like my journey has been quite, you know, interesting. And yeah. it just, you know, like I kind of stick with this guy for a while now that he doesn't want to stay home. You know, <laughs> he wants to just be out there, which is kind of cool. You know, like I just never expected that he blew up the way he did. And, well, yeah, he's everywhere now. I'm trying to keep up. <laughs> I mean, like everybody sees me on the series, like, what's El Triste? I'm like, man, I can I can carry this for all the time, you know? Exactly. Like, I'm going to have to build him as a robot, make him batteries or something. He could carry walk by himself because this guy for sure is like blowing up. It's hard for me to keep up with him. Like, right, it's right. pretty interesting right now, like my life, the way it is. And <laughs> Has anybody ever told you I'm not your puppet? <laughs> You know, I mean, because of your song, you know, of course, I always go bass, bust like a video and put your background song behind it. And yeah, everybody's always, people always scream like, Puppet! And you know, at, at the beginning, when people would scream like, Puppet or even Puppet Master, I would be like, what the fuck? But I'm the only one around that does puppets. I'm like, this one time when I was going to work, this like white girl, like literally white girl was in the corner doing this, these things. I was like, oh shit, it's fucking banging on me. She so I didn't want, yeah, so I didn't really want to look, man. But then she screamed, puppet master. I was like, oh damn, this, this girl's trying to do the puppets, you know? Right, right, right. But I was, I was just like, oh man, this fucking girl, though. like I was just tripping the fuck out. Like, people trip me out on the streets nowadays because, you know, I mean, I've been doing this for so long that now Instagram is like the thing nowadays, right, which right. is kind of like, you know, I, you know, like I kind of, 
I had that phrase, you know, promote yourself until it pays Pays off. Yeah. Oh, I had that shit in my face. He's he's, I hear you, you know, like this first episode. So that's what I do. Just promote myself and just post the same picture all the time. And people do hit me up to like do stuff. Which is kind of like pretty cool. Uh, people yeah. like I have coworkers that follow me. They're like, "Man, you post the same shit all the time." Like, so that picture, people will hit me up. You know, it's like I don't care what you say. Yeah, exactly. I, I just as long as I get like a thousand likes in this one picture all the time. Like, I mean, why would not? You know, because always people that come new at the time. I mean, my followers always kind of somehow grow up. But you know, the people that have been following me, and of course, they're gonna see them. But the new ones, um, maybe there's like a maybe new guy that just doing some big things in this one picture that I posted for so long and. Nice again hitting me up because of that one. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm gonna post that motherfucker. You know, I don't care. <laughs> shit. Trust me, I had that shit in my head since I heard you saying it. So that's hell, what yeah. That. hell yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty now, 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 if I would have saw a white girl doing this, oh. I, I would have thought like, she's fucking doing voodoo or something on me, bro. I'm not nah, I grew up in the hood, though. So yeah. I, uh, some type of, I'm like, hell nah, you know, because I don't bang. You know, even though I grew up in the neighborhood, I never bang. And, right. You know, I just never really touched it, even though I kind of picked up the style. Even I hang out with all them, but I just, Never did, cause you know I, I got a lot to lose myself, so I didn't really want to get into that. But it was pretty cool, man. That those little moments trip me out all the time, man. Which is like, you know, <laughs> she really tripped me out. I was like, damn, this like I was like doing. I was like, oh man, I was really scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, man. She let a girl, like, scared, a girl like, scared man, him. Like a fucking white girl, and then she screamed, "Puppet master!" And it just like I was like, oh shit, like this girl, you know. She, I guess she followed me. And hell yeah, kind of like that'll work. Oh man, it was pretty, yeah. My life, my life when it comes to Instagram has been like. Pretty, pretty cool. You know what? Now, 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 let me ask you this. Okay. Right. Let's back up a little bit. Today's yeah. Sunday. How's your Sunday been, man? My Sunday's great. Um, I usually do work Saturdays and Sundays because I okay. work in a restaurant. Um, okay. I never stopped working since the pandemic hit. So I was kept busy. And, um, and yeah, Saturdays and Sundays, I work at nights. So right now, could have been at work. But um, lately, there's like a new girl that just gave birth, but she just came back. So I took over her shift. So now she's come back. I'm like, let's just come back again and do those Saturdays and Sundays, watch out, kind of like, do all the events or things that wow. I, because everything that happens that happens Saturdays and Sundays, and I'm always wow. at work and I work from like three to 10. So it's like in the middle of the day. So oh, I can't really wow. do nothing. So it's like, man, like, right. so right now she's back. I'm like, I will just take over this. And I just keep adding my sick hours that I've been collecting for a while that I haven't used. So just put like five hours for a day and just, you know, come here now. They, you know, you invited me and oh, yeah. I could do all the things myself too, which I've been working on a lot of things. Uh, I have a lot of puppeteer friends, which, you know, like, um, like me and I always help them build things. And they always help me when it comes to like, oh, if I need like a three stay in a music video with other puppets, cause I only got two. They're really expensive, man. These guys are really expensive. And, um, when it comes to building like a real one, it's like $2,000. Wow. The ones that I have manipulated, they weigh more. But you know, you want to build one with eyes and mouth. That's two thousand dollars that I don't have. I build him with like seven hundred dollars, so he's kind of cut down to less than half. Right. That's what you know. Like I'll build him, even though he's not a real marionette. I'm, I'm not saying that he's not a real one because he is. Because eventually, everything that has strings it turns into a marionette. The only thing is, he was a doll before that I broke apart. It's just like Jorah. I would broke apart, build his body with a puppeteer uh, like yeah. a body and just put strings on him but just kept the face because it looks so real that's the same thing that i did with him i, I, I contacted this lady that practically dolls do, do dolls that look like you if i would have tattoos in my face or in my body she would make a doll that just have the same tattoos as you her name is miss reyes arte and i kind of collaborated with her by making him um he looked different before he was bald-headed he had like a full beard and um and I kinda just I wanted to make him into like a little clown bum. 
you know, okay. being on the streets, kind of like, you know, sad, just with his little coronita, even bottom my little corona, right there, La Placita Alvera, which is hilarious, you know. I put a magnet behind it, so he actually could hold it. He actually, um, if I put it in his hand. Oh, that shit's dope. So he actually holds it. I don't drink myself, he's the drunkie. So it's pretty cool, you know. So he drinks I, a lot. Yeah, this okay. guy for sure. And he smokes too. Oh, no shit. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of has like a, this tube right here that blows out smoke. And, he, you know, just get on the cigarette of blunt and pop it up, you know, yeah. which is pretty cool. And a lot of people loves it, which is cool because I'm a stoner myself. So I had to follow my footsteps. <laughs> um, La Smiley right here, she's the cool girl, you know. She, I mean, she had to come today because, you know, we don't want El Triste to misbehave. Yeah, exactly. So, he's, know, on, she, he's on check right now. So okay. That's why he's quiet. Is <laughs> okay. No, no I don't want to say that, cause, oh, you know, okay. but yeah, a lot of girls do really like him a lot. You know, okay. he's a really cute face guy, I guess. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. You know, so yeah, it's pretty. You know, that'll work. That'll work. Okay, now really quick. Um, um, you sports guy, man? Um, yeah. Um, I, when I because I'm from Tijuana, you know, okay. um, that's where I'm from. And when I was over there, um, I love pirates myself. I love pirates. I love pirates since I was younger. And when I was over there, I loved the Buccaneers because oh. you know I had the pirate ship, and yeah. I was used to love them. When I came over here to LA, um, the neighborhood that I grew up, um, their you know their name is Crazy Riders. So their logo they picked up, of course, is the Raiders. So I grew up just nothing but Raiders nowadays. So right. yeah, that's uh, I don't follow sports as much because I didn't even have time. But that's the logo I grew up in. That's the guy, um, you know, as always team. gray and, you know, and silver all the time. So yeah. okay. everybody in my neighborhood for sure is always Raiders. So <laughs> I had to pick it up. <laughs> I try to get slapped, but I think, you know, somebody else, you know. So yeah, Raiders out there, man. That's, that's good. Go. You know what? Uh, but mentioning the Tampa, the Buccaneers, yeah, yeah. they won today. They're going to the Super Bowl. Mm, damn, that's so great. maybe you can go. You know. uh, yeah, right. Now. <laughs> I'm still in the Raiders wagon, you know. So, yeah, I was being a Raider fan for a while since I've been here because I've been in L.A. for like close to 19 years now. Okay. Uh, so, uh, how old were you when you came over from Tijuana? Like 13. 13? Yeah, I'm already 32. Now, now I know this is kind of a dumb question, but mm. I, I just want to ask it. Mm. How much different was it? from living in Tijuana yeah. to coming over here to Los Angeles? Oh, man, it's a whole different world, man. Better but, or good? When it comes to school-wise, it's bad to me. Okay. Because when I came over here to school, like, you had to go to different rooms and, like, do different... Like, it was just so weird for me, you know? Okay. In Tijuana, like, in one room, they would teach you history, math, practically everything in one room. You don't have to go to different ones, which I was like... The fuck, like they're gonna throw me off a lot. I did when I came here, they gave me the option to like um go to middle school or to high school. They're like, if you go to middle school, you go to get to uh, eighth grade and half a year. So in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm gonna go like a year behind, so like that I could maybe learn a little more English. So that's what I did, and um I went half a year to this um high school called I mean middle school hall, uh, called Burbank Middle School, was in Highland Park. A bus used to pick me up in another high school right here um, by uh, Sunset and fountain called king but they didn't have space so our school bus used to pick me up there and take me to the other high school and that's what i spent half a year graduated on stage and all that which i mean to this point i didn't even know you know because i guess people that spent like three years they didn't even graduate on stage and i didn't have i never fucking graduated <laughs> which is a trip i didn't even put i mean once i hit high school like, everything just because you know that you know i kind of grew up in a neighborhood and all that and most of my homies went there so yeah everything just went not saying bad because i'm still here you know but i kind of you know just 
me desvelé, you know, en otros lados. And yeah. I'm still here. Uh, 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 did you miss Tijuana a lot when you came over here? Oh, hell yeah, man. The thing about that is just like, um, I left Tijuana, like, you know, like, my, of course, my parents told me, oh, you know, we're going to leave and like go and visit your uncles and all that, which I was like, like maybe next month, you know? And I left maybe like then two next days. Wow. So I didn't get to say bye to nobody. That must have hurt. Like, oh, man. Like, it was just devastating because I had nobody. Nobody's. I mean, I did have, of course, my aunts and things like that. But we lived, like, way far from each other. So we didn't grow up in the same. So I lost contact to everybody. So to these days, I'm like, man, like, I'm thinking what these people might do. But, I mean, my neighborhood over there was really bad. My uncles were, like, in gangs and things like that. So I was a future. And my parents brought me over here to try to get me away from that. But I got worse in a smarter way. Because okay. over here, you think about it, you know, you're not really that stupid. Over there, you don't give a fuck. Because you fucking, you know, like fucking camionettas all around with fucking That's people behind it, which is crazy. But over here, you know, once the chopper is up there, you can get away. So you kind of, I did my dirt, you know, with the neighborhood that I'm from, because eventually I grew up with them. But, you know, I never got caught up. I did right. get in a lot of fights with my homies because they thought that I was riding, which I'm like, man, like, what, what would I do that if I'm right here with you guys? You're still you know? here. Like, I'm like, you guys are just stupid because... We did everything together, but, you know, we were like a group of five. And then this guy would go with another group and get busted. And they would think that most of us, like, would tell him. Like, which I'm like, like, you did your own thing with your other homies, yeah. you know? Like, I don't know what you did with them. Who you got caught up with? Like, you tell me and then we'll see who. I didn't even know these guys, you know? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? So it was just a lot of drama. But, I mean, you know, like, we kept it cool. Which I'm cool with my neighborhood, which I'm glad because I don't want to go. Because, um, you know, even though no matter where I make it, I'm always going to come down there, you know. At least to smoke a blunt or so, you know, with the, there's a lot of youngsters right now, which uh, everybody in my neighborhood, because I've been doing this for 18 years, you know. Yeah. So, like, um, everybody in my neighborhood knew that I always worked. I was the only one out of 20 motherfuckers that always worked. So, everybody <laughs> will, like, give me as an example. Be like, oh, you should be like Cain, you know, he works and this and that. And my homies be like, ah, this motherfucker. But uh, <laughs> I always work and, you know, it was... Everybody always kept like a like a good view on myself, you know. So it was cool. So I could walk down the block and say hi to everybody right there. So right, it's right. so good, man. Like I'm cool right now. What is one thing you miss of Tijuana? Is there um, anything? The food? Maybe. Oh, well, I'm really picky when it comes to my food. I don't like vegetables. You don't? I, <laughs> I love don't, vegetables. Man. Like, I love vegetables. I not love... when I was a kid, but what I see. Yeah, because they used to force, force us to eat because my parents were really strict, especially my dad. So, like, he would put a boy, if I don't eat it in 30 minutes, it will give you more and more. And, oh, man, I'll be crying right there. Eating that fucking... <laughs> it was not great in my younger days when it comes to food. But um, I was, because I'm a cook myself, being a cook for like close to seven years. So, I always work with everything that comes to that. I was tasting and just spit it out. But there's some vegetables that I but, but you know, like food when it comes to food, tortas, you know. Okay. That, um, there's some shrimp tacos. Oh man, shrimp, shrimp tacos? tacos, like the empanizados, you know, the better ones. Oh man, that's really bomb. I just found this spot right here by um by Whittier, um by it's like Atlantic and Whittier Boulevard and called um Bajas Tacos. It's almost like over there. So I'm always going over there to try to get those tacos because it just remind me of oh, there. It's really, right, really right. good. Like okay. Uh, uh, you know, you mentioned camionetas, you know, mm. but, you know, every Mexican family had a fucking camioneta, bro. <laughs> Throw all the kids in the fucking back, go to fucking TJ. <laughs> so I've been going to TJ since I've been a kid. I've been going to TJ with, with, before when all the dirt roads, when oh, it was all dirt roads. There's still some know, story, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, uh, uh, when La, La Revolucion was mm. still dirt, okay. Mm. And my best memories of there buying the luchadores that wouldn't move. They're just like this, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh, I remember those. Yeah. Those. Uh, <laughs> and, um, Las mascaras, pues, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, we used yeah. to buy uh, wrestling masks and uh, the fireworks, los cuetes, we used to buy, you know, <laughs> oh, fucking M80s oh, and all that oh, shit. Oh, cebollitas, you know, yeah. like, oh, just, oh, trust me, I uh, had that fun. And, but the food, 
uh, los tacos de vapor. Mm. Okay, we used to buy them. From, I, I think that was the only place that we used to buy them from, and then eventually they started calling them something different. Mm. I used to mess like they call them out here tacos de canasta. canasta. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, everything like, changes. Yeah. yeah, when I came over here, it's like, oh man, it's like a whole different thing. Even yeah. though we're Mexicans, but it's like a whole different environment. It's like right, different. I I'd be getting married with a lot of friends because, like, we celebrate the whole different things, you know. Because I mostly from over there, grew up over there, and they were born over here, so it's like a little differentness. But I mean. Yeah. Well, homies, you know, we're yeah. school, but yeah. yeah, when it comes to food, it's almost the same thing. My my dad, I introduced me to un caldo de kawama, wow. and I liked it. Really? I really liked it. Oh. And then uh, un caldo de abulón. So when I came over, well, when we would come back, I wanted to eat abulón or, or caldo de kawama, mm. but a, a lot of places didn't have it. Oh, you wow. know, so a lot of people have changed over there for sure because yeah. you know everything changes. But that's, I never heard of that. That's crazy. Well, I don't drink myself, mm -hmm. so I don't drink, so I don't really, you know, touch that topic. But the kawama, that's crazy. Yeah, kawama, fucking turtle soup. That's. A, <laughs> I mean, there it goes. I, I like that shit though. It was, it was actually I mean, pretty good. I like good. seafood myself too. You know, so those marisos, sure, yeah, chile, yeah, all yeah, that yeah, bullshit yeah. is fucking awesome, I'm sure bro. I would enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you don't drink. Yeah, I mean, my drunk, my dad was a drunkie, so I didn't really follow those footsteps. My dad was, did everything. The only thing that I kept from him was, the, you know, the mota. But yeah, it kind of calms me down. Well, Drinking well, changes you, so I don't really. It, like it does. It does. Hell yeah. yeah it does. One, you don't even. Yeah, trust me, I don't really. Do well, that. What type of beer did he drink? Like Carta Blanca? Uh, I don't know, but he, he just like anything, probably, you know, because in Tijuana it was different. It was practically like a big room like this, dividing us like a curtain. He playing both Marley, playing cards, drinking right there. See? I was in a bed right here, like just. Practically hearing everything. <laughs> That's why I'm so stuck with like, like my favorite music is reggae. Like reggae. I love reggae music, man. Like, cause oh, I shit. used to always listen to Bob Marley and this and that, even though I don't understand it. Cause over there you don't understand shit, but you right. you know, like the vibe they used to, it kind of oh, relaxed yeah. me. Once I'm over here, now that I get to speak a little bit of English, I understand them. Y por eso eres marihuana, pues, oh man, I'm like, hey, yeah, just pick it up. <laughs> And my uncle used to be a big fan. He would collect everything, memorabilia from all that stuff. Yeah. So I used to always love them, man. You know one thing that you may not know, or a lot of people do not know? There's a great Bob Marley documentary, I, I believe, on Netflix. A lot of people do not know that Bob Marley's dad was white. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a trip, yeah. It's a trip. Like I mean, everything, when it comes to, like, like his life is man like trying to get killed and all that like I know. he used to have it tough and i mean he could still be alive but you know his religion didn't allow you know to do that where he you know right. he died up but i mean that's his thing you know if if you ask okay look i'm gonna say something that i read about i think i'm gonna two three years ago there was i i believe we can google it okay mm -hmm. there's a fbi agent that was dying on his deathbed mm -hmm. and he confessed to that he was ordered to kill bob marley Wow, I didn't even yeah. know that. That's yeah, cool. that's public knowledge, so you guys can look that up. Man, you know, I mean, uh, on his deathbed. He, well, he was singing a lot of things that was happening, you know, yes. especially over there, because, you know, yes. Alpha was, you know, and then he's trying to bring everything up, and he yeah. probably put everything on the map. He probably yeah. put his time in the map, which is great, and I really admire him for sure. Yeah, uh, me, I love his music. Yeah. I, I love Bob Marley's music. Yeah, now, um, but the reason why that guy... um. Como se dice, like confessed. Mm -hmm. Supposedly, if you read his article, mm -hmm. excuse me, um, he said that he was ordered to befriend him, to become his close friend. Oh, shit. And he was. Oh, and he said it got to the point where Bob Marley trusted this guy, like into his home and Dang. into everything. And he said, and, and when it, it came time for me to do what I had to do, he goes, it, it still hurts me even till today. Now, whether that story is true or not, yeah. that article is up and people can read it. That's crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, bro. how can you live with that shit? You know, especially somebody that is like, 
I mean, his music probably changed a lot of people's life. You know, just listening to it and all that is just amazing. So, and, supposedly, they were saying that his music was uniting too many people. His message was uniting too many yeah. people. And supposedly, the government United, was afraid of that, that yeah. he was becoming too powerful. So, they shut him down. Yeah. I mean, you know, shit happens. <laughs> I, I mean, well, think about this for a second. Just think about this. Easy e dies, okay? Mm. Uh, 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 a rapper known all over the world. Yeah. Okay. Tupac dies. A rapper known all over the world. Yes. Biggie dies, and they all die one within one year apart from each other. That's crazy, though. I mean, and coincidence right here too. <laughs> I mean, besides stupid, but you know, it's like it's it's a trip, though. Like, I mean, Biggie for sure is like a like like a trip. You know, it's like dang, like I mean, you know, there's all that game when it comes to stuff like that. You when you're speaking real things, I mean, you can't really like run away from stuff like that. You know, like even though like you know the way I grew up. That's why I usually don't like trying to get involved as much. But I know my life is always gonna come back to me and things like right. that. Like karma always hits, you know, yes. like, no matter what. But you know, I've been doing super great. I've been, you know, I let my hair grow because I was bald headed back in the days and like <laughs> baggy as fuck. I mean, that style, you know. So like, you know, I'm just glad that you know I'm changing my life in a better way and everything so far has been great, man. Like I don't have to do everything that I had to do before, you know. Like right. everything right. I work for my money now and. I earned my money and I spend it like, of course, stupidly because I never had money before. So every time I get it, I spend it. And but you know, I kind of appreciate it more. You know, uh, instead yeah. of just getting it on the spot, you appreciate money more to know where to spend it instead of just dropping it on the spot. Cause, yeah. Oh man, I used to do some shit that I would have like, literally like five hundred dollars a day. Like it was crazy. But all that would go into drugs and things like that. And most of my homies, they're out of it, and some of them they're still stuck, and some a lot of them they're in jail. But yeah. I'm still here, which is grateful. And of course, the theater itself saved my life. You know, puppeteering saved my life because I was spending a lot of time in there and doing shows for like over a hundred people every day and do amazing things for other people. Because every show that we used to do, it was one hour long, so it was like a mini little movie. So one hour long, we would use over a hundred puppets. Wow. And El Triste is like the smallest one. There's way bigger ones with eyes and like like full on songs and things like that, which is puppets that came out in movies which they're really amazing famous famous puppets and i got to manipulate them and all that which was a really great experience and yeah like i said that's why i'm still doing what i do because it kind of keeps me away from a lot of things that i i, I don't want to be in you know yeah it keeps yeah. me distracted and which is really grateful and i'm still here man which is well thank god we're still here right <laughs> exactly man. that's uh, why i always like to post up every day is yeah. a blessing man. oh definitely man nowadays for sure if you're breathing it, it, you know what <laughs> yeah. it, it's a blessing if you open up your eyes it's a blessing definitely man because you know uh, there's people like every uh, there's always you know like oh these people didn't have food and things like that. i mean you you're blessed to you know have something right here because i know there's people have it way worse than you and you know they can't do shit about it it's yeah. just like you know but I'm just glad that I'm still here for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. like a blessing, and the way that I'm heading is amazing. Because, like I said, I've been I've been doing this for 18 years, so I've done so much stuff when it comes to like when I was involved in the theater. Yeah. Now that I'm doing so much other stuff involving him, I'm kind of bringing my face out a lot more out there. Yeah. Instead of just being involved with a group, I'm doing everything by myself now, which is really amazingly. Like it's just so much stuff, man. It's just it's really interesting right now. Um, I'm working on other puppets. Um. 
there's like a movie about them they're just barely coming out okay we'll talk about that on the next one yeah, yeah, yeah. but i want to ask you something but please remind me of that okay yeah because yeah. i definitely want to talk about that yeah yeah growing up since you like memes you like comedy <laughs> you like laughing yeah growing up in tijuana as a kid what type of comedy movies did you watch growing up over there oh over there for sure you know like capulina you know like cantinflas you know Cap um there's so many um my um there's so many things that i've been forgetting about over there then I'm kind of like a shell by myself, like some Spanish. I'll be forgetting Spanish, man. Like, <laughs> I feel like so stupid because I'm like, because I'm so much focusing on English. You know, everybody yeah. that I speak is English besides my mom. But besides everybody speak English, my brothers came when they were younger, so they got to learn more. Sometimes they clown me, but I don't really care. <laughs> but, you know, when it comes to like, oh, that I'll be stuck. Um, when it comes to uh, comedy, for sure, it was a big experience over there. I would like, you know, all that stuff, Cantinflas, Capulina. There was this one guy that, ah, uh, I can't really remember. Oh, oh black and white movies? Or, or no? Yeah, yeah. There were some black oh. and white movies. Yeah, because we didn't have like... Really... Resortes or Tintan. Oh, all that Tum -tum. stuff. Oh, yeah. Tintan for sure. Like, you know, Vicente Fernandez, I fool come out with some shit that I'm like, man, this motherfucker. <laughs> like, the piropos, man. Like, these guys, man, clown each other so much. That's what I usually do at work. I clown the shit out of everybody. <laughs> it's fun man like you yeah, know why if, not if you if you're just there working like oh grumpy like oh man like you gotta laugh man at least say something stupid yes. so everybody oh yes. man well, i'll be making everybody crack up at work i'm probably the favorite one man it's funny i came back into that job like three times really because um i had a documentary on my life that it was going on and i had to leave that place because i couldn't do it so i left and came back into the theater the theater closed down and i was like hey can i come back they're like hell yeah and came back and well cool. yeah, so, yeah every every job that i had gotten i always keep it cool you know i'm not right. i never like the lazy guy i'm always working man i'm always cleaning walls or whatever like when it comes to like standing still i can't do that shit. Yeah, i have to always move man you gotta like, always keep moving the work that i have right now of course is super slow so there's people always surprised that i'm always moving i'm like well, i mean i don't want to just stand here so if i stand there i'm be on my phone it'd be more noticeable because i'm like right. right there but i'm always on the move that's for sure so okay. yeah all my jobs that i had gotten always skip awesome good, you know here's what we're gonna do puppet master kane yeah. uh, well, uh look this guy right here has a brother named abel that's true. Cain and Abel. Yeah, we're, you know, better not hurt your brother. Okay. Nah, I'm worried so. about him hurting me and shit. <laughs> so here's what we're gonna do. When we come back, I asked you about I asked you about your Mexican uh, yeah, upbringing, yeah. the comedians. Now, when we come back, I'm gonna ask you about your. You know, when you come over here, mm. what comedians did you like out here? Oh yeah. Okay. Definitely. So think about yeah, that. Yeah. yeah okay. okay. Don't smoke no weed, cause you won't remember. Oh, nah, I have to smoke, man. That's my like fuel and shit. <laughs> That'll work. That's like gasolina. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah. Okay, everybody. Uh, once again, call somebody, text somebody, slap the shit out of somebody. Let them know that Triste is in the motherfucking building. Okay? Yeah. So we'll be back 10 minutes. Don't fuck around. Welcome back, everybody, to Rodian Radio, episode 129. I am Tony the Wizard. And this is the podcast of Slap Your Culture Fat Ass with a Fat Ass Dick. So we're going to go ahead and jump by naked right back into it with El Triste, or should I say Puppet Master 213. That's right, that's right, you got it. Yeah, this is El Triste right here. El Triste. A lot of people think that I am El Triste, but I mean, I am. Everybody's El Triste because everybody yeah. has sadness in them, but yeah, that's not. Especially when a girl breaks your heart. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. And that's actually right here. That's Let's talk about, about that. Yeah, Um. so this record right here is actually uh, from a group called Those Yesterdays. Okay. So this guy kind of goes into the soldies, old school vibe, and yeah. Apple, they just, you know. I love that right shit. Now. Just like Tristolera, you know. They, she actually came out in his music video 
about this um this song right here yeah. she's actually doing some you know hand gestures like as she's actually manipulating a triste which is pretty cool yeah. and um but yeah these artists um they they've been around for a while and they um they, that's their name is lost yesterday so they hit me up a while back and they wanted to put El Triste in this one song called Mr. Yesterday, but it just never happened, you know, and um, he went through this breakup and all that, and he, um, of course, um, wrote this song called Nobody's Clown, and it's talking about, uh, like, you know, a whole breakup and how, you know, I'm a puppet and, you know, you don't love me and I'm a clown and this and that. Right. And talk about, practically, if you listen to the song and you will see El Triste, you practically will think it's actually a song about him. Oh, so okay. this guy hit me up and like, hey, I want to do this big thing, this whole music video about this one song, and El Triste is going to be all over the place, which I'm like, really? Like, oh, hell yeah, like, definitely, you know, I'm always that when it comes to puppeteering, like, you want to do something, like, I always jump in it, but this guy's just, like, when they create this one song, I'm like, I listen to it, and I'm like, damn, like, it's just so crazy how this guy's talking about, I'm, a, I'm nobody's clown, and, you know, this puppet, and this thing, and that, and I don't want to really give up, the, like, the whole lyrics, but right. it's talking about particular about him. It's just so amazing how, like, everything just, you know, worked itself out, which we just finished doing a video, the whole, like, it kind of took a while, because eventually the time, but we just finished doing the music video this last past Sunday, which is just finished, um, and El Triste is all over the place in that video, which particularly him just you know going through his little time with la smiley because eventually they're a couple and uh, at the end you know of course la smiley broke el triste's heart and you know that's how el triste came about but this one song is gonna come out in valentine's day with a music video okay which is oh man this one for sure is gonna be well i'm not saying it's gonna put el triste on the map because it's been around you know but it's gonna be like oh man this more one, exposure oh, especially because he's the particularly like the main character in that song and talk about nobody's clown i mean look at him you know it's yeah, like yeah it's, it can i see the 45 yeah, real quick? Yeah, yeah okay so this is this one for sure. nobody's clown yeah. los yesterdays yesterdays so make sure you guys yeah. be looking for this yeah. song oh man it's gonna blow you guys mind because i mean if you know me you know puppets and clowns i'm really obsessed and yeah and the back of it is actually a pretty good song too. yeah you know give me one more chance or something give me one like more chance so it's this really is what we great. call the soldies yeah yeah, yeah. it's very it's real great like you know That's sold awesome. this song and i'm just really happy that you know they make me a part of it and uh -huh. then making like a little miniature adapter for it like a little sculpture of el triste that is gonna come like as a little extra or whatever you want to buy when it come the record comes out which is gonna be fucking amazing so they're gonna be playing the record a little adapter figure of el triste is gonna be on top of it and just spin it with the song so oh man oh, yeah. they're going really crazy on it so i'm really excited and you know i'm just can't post nothing about it, you know, because eventually, you know, I even had to talk to him because, you know, he hit me up, like, hey, can I promote this? Like, oh, yeah, man. But just, you know, eventually, you know, but I mean, time flies, man, and it's coming real soon. So, you yeah. know, it, oh, definitely. It's gonna, this one for sure is going to put me out there a little more and get me more jobs. <laughs> Pretty soon, you're going to have people tattooing El Triste. <laughs> Talking about tattoo, I mean, there's actually one girl that tattoo actually El Triste's name right here. Hmm. Like, can you believe that shit? Like, it was a trip. When she's like tagged me on this picture, and I was like, oh, like, because I mean, if you think, I mean, there's a lot of tristes out there in every neighborhood, you know? Right, right. But El Triste is spelled out the way that it is. Like, I mean, I hardly see one because, oh, oh, that's Triste, and that's it. But you're never El Triste the way, you know, he is. Right. And I'm always saying that El Triste, not just saying El Triste, you know? So it's, it's just like a trip how she actually did El Triste right here, and she tagged me, and I was like, whoa, like, 
Oh, damn. <laughs> That's crazy. No, no. It, it would be a trip if she ever put Kane. Oh, nah. I don't know about that. I mean, I've been having my girl for, you know, close to 10 years now, and I'm always posting her, so I think I'll be a little stupid out of her. But, I mean, this is a whole difference. I can't really control his strings, you know, and I right. don't know what kind of strings he's pulling some or somebody right. else. That's his life. But, or somebody's I mean, probably pulling his string. There we go. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's just amazing, man. Like, people always, like, making drawings about him um you know like doing so many other things it just like el triste brings a lot of attention which is kind of pretty cool when it comes to myself because i'm always trying to work with comes to with strings and puppeteering and people always hires me to do some type of things with him which is amazing and i'm just like jumping on top of it awesome it's really great man like this guy for sure is like he can't he also want to stay home man he's always trying to be out there yeah oh definitely man this guy for sure is trying to, <laughs> and i bought him a little low rider pedal car i saw that i bought him one and um i custom made it all they laid out and put both of their faces in the side of the doors and um and right now i took it back because i wanted to make it into like a more low rider style because yeah. the one that he had it was normal like a normal pedal car for a little kid but eventually if it's for a puppet i had to custom it in a way that it's gonna fit him so i took it back and oh man this one this one one for sure is gonna probably be in a worse man because there's competitions or little pedal cars which yeah. i'm like tripping out because now that i own one i'm like not digging into it but i've seen some fucking instagram is like a trip so one times you talk about something there's things that comes out about it yeah i'm like what the fuck like yeah i mean instagram for sure is like a fucking spy for sure but you know <laughs> like i've been talking about discerning things like and then things will come out of it so if and i like, say nick ladies nick ladies uh, nick ladies i'm sure <laughs> I'm sure that once you got into your search, oh man, I'm sure everybody's twerking that motherfucker. Like, it's a trip, man. Like, I'm like, that's all they do, man. Like, like, you know, to tell you the truth, one guy told me about this, um, this app called TikTok, right? right. And, then, and this guy was like, I just posted one video and I got 10,000 videos, like views. I was like, really? Like, what the fuck? So I posted one and I, I, was, I went like over a hundred views, like a hundred, you know, like thousand, thousand views. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, oh shit. So I keep posting it. But once you go in, there is, these girls doing challenges that's all they do which i'm like what the fuck like so i don't really post i post what, like what, once a month what you know? kind like, of twerk, twerk challenges or, or like I, I say everything i don't know what kind of trend well, i guess every song comes with a like a challenge nowadays i guess which is like a trip man like i'm like man like yeah i just have it because of this guy but like i said i only post like once a month because not really i'm mostly in instagram because i'm managing she actually three pages because this is his own page and last mile has some her own page because i you know she's gonna eventually come i hardly take her out because She's a little messy, but eventually she's gonna bring into her own fan base. Cause right. when I created her, um, girls were doing like, like, um, like little, um, what do you call this? Um, cha not challenges. They were makeup tutorials or her face. Really? Her face is kind of unique. She has a triste tatted up right here. Oh, she's in love. Yeah. So she's, you know, she has a little heart. So she has a unique style of hair and, you know, the hair dude and like the rose of, Girls were doing like the makeup and all that, doing El Triste, adding the rose in that motherfucker, which I was like, what the? Like more than 10 girls, like as soon as I posted the first picture of her, cause you know, I was like, oh, I'm gonna introduce, you know, El Triste's girlfriend and I pull a smiley 213 and girls sending me videos. I'm like, hey, look at this. I was like, oh shit, like what the fuck? Is El Triste, is he, is he overprotective? Is he, is he lost all the way? Uh, I mean, he is, you know, it's but I mean, he doesn't have nothing that kind of, ties him into last smile. <laughs> I'm gonna have to tattoo maybe like her lips or something. I'm right. like, you know, like making sure that he's taken, you know, but yeah, I mean, last smile, I'll try, anybody wanna fuck with last smile, man. Like, she's, right, right. She's, I'm sure she gets down and, I mean, El Triste is always packing, man. Like, I'm always buying um, little things like this little shotgun. Yeah. I don't know, it's actually a lighter. Yeah. Like, it's a trip. I, yeah, I'm you don't want buying, Like a little, little knife that little I found. Them. And like, if you 
right here he has a new pants that are added pockets to it it was actually you know like oh hell yeah like no trust me man this food oh, shit, way. this food's not messing around like at all oh shit so you know like trust me this, you hold this it up is, so they can see hold and it up? this is not like um this, all that smiley give it to him like last smiley these are her gifts they gave to him so he's yeah. like this is kind of like a, a fuck around if i give you this you already know what's coming to you <laughs> and they're pretty cool they actually little knives that i found i was like what the fuck this, i can't believe people will make knives out of little guns and being him that small i was like man I, i'm always buying little things i mean like right. shooting because i'm always spending money and like not saying dumb things but little things like that you know it's like always buying little things for these guys it's like my kid because i don't have kids myself so this guy is always kind of taking my money <laughs> now, now, let me, now, now let me ask you this yeah. anybody ever try to rip them off or try to walk away with them or <laughs> let me see it and um well you know when it comes to like puppets because at the theater we have puppets that were like over 60 years old like puppets that were really fragile even though we make them do all these certain crazy moves but they're meant to do that stuff but if you come and grab one like this that's like a big no-no because i mean eventually you could you leave your fingerprints and these guys are like really unrepressible because the way they are that's the way they're gonna be they're not yeah. changing or nothing like that this guy actually grew like if you see la smiley she's actually pretty small compared to him you know like him's already like more movable yeah she's still kind of like in the like a robot process she still kind of moves like this and at least more movable so at least they started like this and after people were requesting on her music videos that oh i want him to do this i want him. i'm like chill you know because i just build them as a statue you could say just so you could see what a puppet is and come into the theater and see way bigger ones and amazing ones this guy kind of grew up like i made him a bigger body like he had like so many different types of clothes that companies make for him like oh. this this one right here is actually a company called fresh jive so this company is like a company from the 90s that will have like a lot of kind of like pachuco old school kind of like baggy pants and they kind of took a little i guess i got put a little stop and did some trips came back and he's like i'm bringing my company back can you model my clothes and i'm not a model man i never i didn't ever even thinking of being a fucking model so this guy was really insisting and i was like no 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 and but he was like hey can i make something for you for el triste and i was like, oh hell yeah so i just kind of went with it when he mentioned him because eventually when it comes to war him he's like i'm gonna make you guys the same shirt and this and that and i actually have the same outfit that he has i have it the same win today i just brought this one because i kind of created this one for myself because i'm kind of like i'm super slow when it comes to merchandise and things like that right. i should be throwing a lot of things on there but i'm just not in a position to do that yet but um i just created this one for myself but yeah i'm always matching with him every time like matching clothes for halloween sometimes i will paint my face like him so oh, yeah. we're like literally like the same guy um so for um, instagram there's this new um you know how they do filters and all that stuff yeah so one guy did a filter for me of his face no shit so you could go into his page you know click into this little face thing and put your filter over the tristest face in yourself like which is fucking amazing well uh, okay okay and what's what's his instagram his like? instagram is el triste 213 el triste 213 yeah. so here's what you guys do yeah go there take the app Definitely. take a picture and tag them yeah. and then repost it in the story yeah that's all i do and trust me oh man like when that happened to me i was like i couldn't believe it man because it actually surprised me because i hit him up and i wanted to get one yeah and you know he gave me the prices and i was like oh shit because i didn't expect them you know i was like oh just give me some time you know and i will get them and he's like oh i i, I dig into your story and all that and i did this for you and when i said i was like oh shit like this motherfucker like <laughs> did them that fucking filter of his face which i was like 
amazing and it looks just like him man i don't know because i'm really like into cartoons and all that stuff yeah. so i've seen like the movie cool world have you seen the movie yeah. like you're all, or like you know roger Robert and all that stuff so it kind of just looked like you're part of that movie man like it looks so cartoonish but you know how like in that movie you kind of like it was twisted in between humans and cartoons so it would kind of right. like be both so this is how it kind of feels and once it stays there you kind of like oh shit like right it's like fucking amazing man it's like so cool. work, that man. one for sure turned me out and i'm blessed man i just blessed you know you like, know what it's a good thing to be blessed <laughs> it is man it is and i mean you know like i said instagram is giving me the spotlight they're not saying that i need it because i've been around you know like, i've been doing so much stuff i've been like in in the news i've been in channel five channel nine and all those channels when it comes into a theater i even been in tengo talento mucho talento really <laughs> you know the american um the you know mexican one yeah. like, you know that american got talent i came out in that show with the theater and we made it to the semifinals and all that stuff and you know i've been so much stuff i've been in so many music videos when like famous people like i've met like so many famous people like, like give us some names well, I met Ben Stiller. I, I met um, Ryan Gosling. I don't know if you know that guy. Yeah, yeah, like yeah of a course. Famous guy. So this guy created like a band, his own band called Them as Bones. It was like around like a Halloween theme, and we had like a whole Halloween show at the theater. There was like skeletons that glow in the dark and like Dracula. So this guy promoted the whole thing in there. So I met Jessica de Alba. Like I met like you know Eva Mendes. Like I met like like. There's so many that's hard to kind of keep up right now because right. I haven't done like I haven't performed professionally like in close to three four years like when it comes into a theater I've been doing my own thing with him but profession I haven't performed in a while but you know that's the cool thing like when it comes to myself it's a trigger like the theater where I used to work I always like um kind of through people at me because you know i'm not saying i was the best one out there because i did became like the best i kind of actually became the teacher at the theater and everybody oh because it was the best one you know go check them out because everybody at the end of the show they will come and congratulate you because everything you did you know like, oh man you were amazing and everybody will show me off so that's how people who knew me you know even though like i didn't knew they would know me but people knew me man and people still don't know me that i didn't even think they would know me which is wow. like i'm just amazing man and right now the way that i'm going it's kind of require me to build puppets like left and right but i don't have the equipment because eventually you know i don't work in a theater where it has fully operational right things, right but, um i work in a restaurant i actually got two jobs right now one in the morning one at night so like, it's hard to keep up when it comes to like building puppets and things like that but you know i have i'm, I'm working in like a big story with him because they want to give him his own show so right now i'm building like different characters i don't want to i can't really give like that much information in right. my stage but like there's this big mexican actor they're really digging into me like so right now that i'm trying to like create this whole like you know story about him and like smiley and incorporate all the puppets into it and i'm just working on that i have these other guys working with me and because i'm not a, i could barely write man i never besides posting on this <laughs> i can't write for shit man so you know it's like this i got so many great people that like love what i do because it's so unique you know and me being i'm not saying like a immigrant or nothing like that but just the way that i grew up because People that know me personally, they're like, damn, you do that? Like, really? They always used to trip out, man, because I always would be that cholo. They'd be like, once I'd be outside, all gangster, you know, ball-headed. Once I'm inside, then I'm all like, cool, you know, like, people would trip out. <laughs> like, it was like, wow. It was pretty interesting. You know what? Now, let me ask you this. Were you into puppeteering when you went to Tijuana? No. I never even seen Pinocchio until I got here, man. Like, Really? Nah, never, never, never. Okay, now, now, what inspired you? What motivated you? What did you see that you said, I want to do this? Well, the way I, I, I was kind of forced into it. <laughs> really? Well, I'm not saying forced because I'm mean, actually um, the building that I grew up with. Um, one of my friends that I went to high school with, he acquired that job first. He told me, hey, you want to work in this theater? 
And in my mind, I thought it was a movie theater. So I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to be looking at free movies all the time. I went in there and um, it was like a Halloween time. So I seen like a Halloween show. Oh, it was like dope. all these amazing things that I was like, what the fuck? Like, and the guy really loved, because I was tall. I mean, I'm still tall, but I guess on Holly, he loved that I was taller, you know, because I had like long reach in my hands. Because when you have like the your body structure being longer, like you can manipulate the puppets better. Now I understand it because I know how to manipulate all the stuff. But that's what he was thinking at the time when he hired me. Because I don't know English at all, man. Like I was just a little paisita right there. Like, yeah, yeah. Nothing. I was probably the only one that didn't spoke English at that time. And I learned, and um, I was learning always with him with like sign languages. Because I never spoke English, he never spoke Spanish, you know. So it was like I would always do the same thing that he would do. Like he would grab a triste and do this certain thing. I would grab a triste and do almost the same thing, and that's how I learned. And after you know, eighteen years being there, it kind of became you know one of the masters there, manipulating almost three thousand marionettes, all styles, all different ones. And at some point, people were paying twenty dollars to come and see me perform. Really, it was, it was really amazing. Like, like like the wow. experience man that i had like people especially because they were all white people you know nothing but like like you know like um we had like monday to friday we had like a lot of school field trips so that's when you know rasa would come into it they didn't see like a show because they were school field trips but saturdays and sundays were always for the open public and that's why like most of the rich people would come and you know donations and left and right and always oh like give them a backstage tour and always rotate everything to me you know which was I don't even sometimes i don't even know how to react to some people sometimes right. like, oh like oh, you know like this and that and we're like i'm like yeah like, thank you you know it's just pretty cool that i got to experience that and i mean i, I somehow being a little famous in the streets which is kind of pretty cool awesome you know now, now let me ask you this because uh what where was this theater located at um it was right here in echo park um it okay. was there for more than 60 years in the one spot you know what is that the because I forgot what Instagram page, yeah, but yeah. Simply me mandaba un flyer. Yeah, yeah, it was that theater. You, right you were like, they're about to close. You yeah, should come, yeah, you should that come. was the one. Yeah, yeah, and they closed down, and that's when I kind of decided to just kind of. And I said, take a break, but when I was there, I was stuck in the own Bob Baker world. Uh -huh. No, actually, I'm um, tattoo my hands. If you see these tattoos, mm -hmm. they're like the same ones that manipulate the controls up there. So I tattoo oh. my hands and I put Bob Baker name right here. Because he was the owner of the same of this theater, and his story itself is amazing, man. If you dig up Bob Baker Marinette's, like the story of him is so amazing, and he practically saved my life. Because it wouldn't be for him just hiring me on the spot just because his vision. Right. I was. I don't even know where I'd be, man. Because the way I grew up, you know, it's like, oh man, I'm just happy that you know I got to. I, I sometimes I feel like I'm living in somebody else's dream. Yeah. Like you know, I don't supposed to be here, but I am here and doing kind of like. A little more than expected, you get me, like, because I'm, like, you know, I'm like, my history is way different than somebody else that were born here. You know, I don't got the same benefits as somebody else, and that's the only thing that kind of keeps me from doing bigger things, because you know, I was not born here, you know. Yeah, but yeah, I'm know. still doing things, you know. That doesn't stop me. Well, there's no excuses, man. Like, well, no. <laughs> let me say this, bro. You're a blessing, man, and, and God, you, God has blessed you, and, uh, and uh, I wish you nothing but the best. You know, <laughs> thank uh, you, thank you. whatever you're doing, you know what? I just wish bigger things for you and oh, for your family it. yeah because yeah, i mean you know i love what i do and when yeah. you love what you do it's never work man so you know, yeah that's what i'm doing so. you're right when you love what you're doing it's never a work never work man i mean i love even though working with puppets is so tiring man because you have to be like in this position all the time the camera don't have to see you but they have to right. see oh it's really uncomfortable but it's fun on the way because i own him you know like i right. own him and i'm actually doing my own things now it's like it's, you know you, you mentioning that you own him has anybody mm -hmm. ever offered you any money Always people joke about it. Um, people always tell me, hey, can you make me a puppet? But I'm always, when I drop the $700, they're like, oh no. 
Because they're not toys, man. You cannot have them and yeah. give it to a little kid. Nah, you cannot do that. Yeah. You're only going to buy them to just have them hanging. Right. And maybe you want to show it off to somebody. But this is not a toy. Definitely not a toy. You don't want to yeah. spend like $700 and then be like, okay, you fix it again. Like, I mean, if you want a toy, go to Alvaro Street. Porque yeah, there's that. some little ones right there, which is great, you know. Yeah. But yeah, these ones are really, um, they're really priceless, man. They're really priceless. Now that he's becoming into like this big thing, I mean, it's, it's even more priceless. Because, yeah. you know, it's like, I don't, I can't. The price that he was building was seven hundred dollars, but now it's worth even more because everything the history yeah. that he has on his own. But I'm sure people wouldn't. Nowadays, puppetry is not as famous as back in the days. Back right. in the days, it was the main source of entertainment. Nowadays, computers and technology took over big time, man. Which is harder for us to kind of like get work. But there's that certain people that are like, oh, let's do something different. That's when we come into the play, and sometimes it's bigger, sometimes it's like little, you know. Not stupid, but you know, something. Of course, puppets cannot move like a human or like a certain things that you want them to do. Because right. one puppet, if you want him to like do like a skating thing, he will always be a skater. He's not gonna be like all oh, these things. Like he kind of, I just build them as a natural, you know, just walking, high, waving high, and that's it. You want him to do like this? Oh, can you make him fly? That had to be like inserting, like because right now his head, um, I had to change him in them because um, he has his own movie. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, talk a little bit about that, please. Yeah, so, um, so like I say, you know, this guy's bringing attention left and right. So these producers from Mexico actually hit me up because um, I ha actually have my own documentary when it came when I was in the theater. I have my own documentary based on my life in the theater, and the same guy that directed that movie contacted these other guys that want to do something different. I guess hey, you got this puppet, and they're like, oh, that's pretty cool, and he's sad. And so this guy was like, hey, would like to do like a show. And we like to have these other puppets around that do like a like like a movie in a puppet world, but you're gonna be able to see us. Only like half of us, you know, because you want to put it's all the emotions on them. Yeah. So it's gonna be pretty tricky when you're gonna see the puppet and somebody else behind it, but it's all in the puppet's perspective. So he's practically because if, if you could see him, he's practically a doll. So he doesn't talk or he doesn't move his eyes. He practically is just there that the expression is there. Um, when it comes to like a real puppet, it will move and all that. So in this particular movie that Diggers had the vision is, he's, he, sees all, he sees other puppets and other puppets are doing these songs and singing and doing all these things. He's sad because he can't do nothing. So during this whole movie, he's, he's kind of, he wants me to change his face. So he has his own life and somehow in the movie, I damaged him that I had to force to change his face. Um, in the movie, I changed his face with a new face, like a brand new face, where he's singing like a little, like a, not an opera song, but like a little kind of opera theme song okay. that he's gonna be singing at the end. And it's like a little twist, because at the end, he sees somebody playing the piano. As you could see, he doesn't have hands. Right. So that's where it ends. Like he's looking at his hands like, oh shit, like you changed my face, but what about my hands now? So. That's where it cuts, and hopefully we get bigger into this movie that is gonna. I mean, it's supposed to come out last March because March is. My oh, so you're you're, you're it's done. It's already done. But you know the pandemic and yeah. trying to get as much exposure, like as a you know, because it actually gonna go to like film festivals. Yeah. So that's the thing when it comes to. I mean, you can't really do nothing. They're supposedly gonna do it online. I don't know why they haven't done it. Um, so people are gonna be able to vote for this movie and see how many votes it gets and awards and things like that. I don't know how, why I haven't done it, but it was supposed to come out last March because actually March 27. What is your 20? Where, where, where is your I'm, March? I'm what? March 28. 28. I'm 27, so it's like a trip. That's crazy. <laughs> so, you know, it was supposed to come out in that time and fucking the pandemic hit in March. What is it, like 18 or something? I was like, man, like it was just so horrible since then. Uh, but I the know. movie is supposed to be coming out so, real soon. How, right how, how long is it? 
It's like a 30 minute minute clip, okay. you know, it's particle based on his particle part of a show and that's it. Like he's just part of the show and he's sad that he can do nothing. But eventually this movie goes bigger. It's going to be coming to his own life yeah. because that's what I kind of pitch into this movie that I want to do the sh- his own show. So I, I'm trying to do everything to like so fast right now that it's kind of hard to keep up. But right, right. yeah, it's really great things coming up my way, which is I'm just really happy, man. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, like, when well, this guy for sure is like, awesome. I feel like he's going to take me out on my own job. Cause he's gonna give me a job, and I was like, "That's what I'm hoping for." So You're that's gonna be I'm manager. Going. Hell yeah! Yeah. Now, 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 let me ask you: Your documentary, can people see it? I, you know what? Is that documentary has been around for three years, and um, the thing is, I don't have the rights for it because USC did it. Oh, USC, okay. uh, they did it through their program, and so they had the right. I just recently hit that guy up that did it. He's like, "Yeah, man, I'm gonna give you the links so I could post it." So it should be coming out soon. I don't want to pressure him again because I'm not the guy that are like, "Hey, what's up? What's up?" Like right. that. But he's it's so, like I'm I'm hoping real soon, and I'm just you know hoping that you know like uh, what do you call people be able to see it, and because I'm always posting this like one minute clip that you could post on Instagram about that movie, which is pretty cool. They actually talk about like particularly my whole life in that theater and how Bob is not there no more and all that stuff. Right, right. Yeah, it should be coming out real soon, so. You know what would be a good idea for a movie? Is that since you said that he looks at his hands, whatever, do a part two when one day he just wishes that he was a real boy. I mean, like I said, people, they know him at the theater where I work at, because one puppet, they always stays like this, you know, you don't change him, and he was really small. As you can see, from him to this, he actually be growing, man, like, People are tripping out, like, man, this guy's becoming like taller. <laughs> and now I'm thinking of creating like a bigger size of him. So it becomes bigger for him to talk and do that. Yeah. So, I mean, he's definitely growing. <laughs> yeah. Or just get a little boy and paint, paint his face. I mean, there's actually one guy in Halloween. They actually, there's little kids that painted both of their faces and things like that. Really? People do that stuff, which is like, I mean, I'm just like amazed, man. Like, That's I'm, awesome. Like, like really great. Man. I'm just like, That's with that awesome. filter, I didn't even have to paint my face no more. <laughs> I just put that filter and do something, you know, like. Oh, okay. Now let me ask you a yeah. dumb question okay yeah. now you do the puppet you do all of that and you know what your the popularity is growing doors mm-hmm. are opening mm-hmm. you're blessed mm-hmm. do you get any haters i, I even my own homies always say <laughs> you know because um because i grew up with a lot of gangsters and that when i would tell them i work with puppets and like, what the fuck are you playing with toys like man that's like like you stupid that was always clown me but i never let that get over me you know mm-hmm. and I never had a hater like like me personally knowing that you hate me besides Instagram because eventually Instagram, you know, all these motherfuckers come out out of nowhere. And, oh, yeah, keyboard no, warriors. Oh, yeah, these motherfuckers. But besides that, nah, man, I mean, I, I don't give nobody a reason for them to hate me because I'm doing my own thing. Right, right, right. I'm right. doing like something different that you probably never seen before. I mean, yeah, you, I am playing with toys or like, you know, like Chucky. I seen Chucky right there, you know. I could just put <laughs> strings in that food and you could not go a battle right here. But when it comes to this, I, I mean, I, I love That's El Chucky. It. I, yeah, Abdul, I love, like I said, I have these controls in my hands that makes me the puppet master. So right, I'm right. not going to stop doing what I do. And this is just right. a reminder to just keep doing stuff like this. I just don't have the money to create more stuff. But trust right. me, man, like, so it's I'm, coming. Oh, right now I'm working on, you know, you know, Fuzgan Wild, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. talk about that. I mean, <laughs> this motherfucker is for, yeah, this guy's blew up like a, oh man, this is so amazing. And they're so hilarious, you know? So right now I'm, I'm actually building like a little mystery puppet, you know, that main character from them. I'm building like a little mini puppet of that guy. So, you know, it's all like kind of like the way I see is, um, like I said, a promotion, you know, because eventually people are going to see the puppet, like, what can you, what else you can you do? And I mean, I'm always, involving puppets and that's all i want to do and yeah when i do this one character because i know that guy personally and i gave him one of his first little 
flushing dogs that he had all, all around, you know, because he has his own flushing dog and yeah. all that. Before he had that one, I gave him this one ball-headed clown that he had always all around, and he called it Little Little Mystery, which was hilarious. And now he has his own, which is amazing. And I'm like, I want to make a puppet of this guy. That's so awesome, I could get man. that exposure and all that. And I mean, and this guy's a storm. I mean, this guy smokes and all that. Like, it's just like, I'm using my own feel, you know? <laughs> That's dope, man. Yeah, so That's it's dope. dope. This guy's for sure. Is gonna now, now, you ever post up a picture of them, and then some dude, like, hits up on Instagram? Fuck your dog. <laughs> always, man. Always. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was just joking. Like, yeah, no, they do. They do. But I always tell them they're not dogs. They're marionettes, which is... Fucking marionettes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they always... Always, always. Like, like it's this guy always playing Damn, a, a guy hating like, on a doll. I mean, maybe... I don't know, man. I guess that's their thing, you know? But yeah, I always... Trust me, I always had haters for sure. And, but I mean, like... I, I can't do nothing about it, you know? El triste es chinga tu madre, I mean, he has his own page, so it's like his own little mm -hmm. things. Like, there's like, like, like some people they don't follow me because eventually, you know, I feel like since we have similar followers, the same people follow us. Right. But this guy gave more followers than me, and like, which is I'm tripping. Like, TV news are following this guy, which I'm like. TV like, news? Yeah, like TV news. Like, channel four follows this guy. Wow. Like, ch channel like seven. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, because I sometimes I go through like and see uh, followers because I'm like, damn, this guy really getting. That many followers is crazy, man. Like, sometimes I feel like deactivating his accounts or trying to keep up with him because it's like really blowing up right now. And I'm just really happy, you know? Like, hell yeah. Awesome. Like, it's just my own little homie, you know? Uh, awesome, bro. <laughs> awesome, yeah. man. You know what? <laughs> like I said, I wish you nothing but the best. No, man. I appreciate it. Blessings man. upon yeah. blessings. No, I mean, this is a blessing right here being here with you, man, because I'm always, you know, I'm not saying trying to get your attention because eventually, you know, we'll be talking and all that. But, you know, just being here, you know, talking to you and all that is super fun, man. Hell and yeah. and I reached out to you, huh? That's why I'm tripping. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, I was smoking a blunt literally when you hit me. I was like, am I tripping? I was like, oh, shit. Like, damn. Like, you, you looked at the blunt like that? Yeah, I was like, I was tripping. I, I even told my girl, like, call me because we're going. <laughs> And then I hit on my 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 little brother because I kind of put him into your show and all that, so he kind of seen it, and I was like, hell yeah, let's go. So you know, I'm just happy, man. Hell yeah, that's awesome, brother. That's that's awesome. Yeah, so uh, uh, el triste two one three. Yes. And then what's hers? Hers is la smiley two one three. La smiley two one three. Yeah. What did I say? Three one. What? No, two one three. La smiley two one three. Yeah, yeah kind of went into the smile now, cry later thing. Yeah. So for him is el triste now, la smiley later. So it's kind wow, of this, that's kind fucking of, you know, hard. And that's what I go for. And, that's, uh, you know, it's, it's particularly sadness and happiness. I mean, can, what, can you go wrong yeah, with that? So yeah. it's pretty great. And, and it's still a mystery. She has Mandelona, no, right? Uh, yeah, I'm no. I don't want to put that out there because, you know, I'm sure I'm, I don't want to break hearts or that because I, I don't know what his mind. But, nah, he's actually definitely, a, a you know, a guy that brings attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And he's always packing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Def these are not his gifts. I'm telling you, like, Smiley brought this, gave it to him. And, I mean... It, this gives you an idea of what's going on right there then i don't know awesome brother well listen at this time uh anything i didn't ask you anything you want to bring up anything nah, you want to promote you know particularly you know everything you asked me i mean definitely this this one is going to come out soon and oh, everything that i promote is practically him you know just follow the little homie you know check his out because everything that i post is about him and all that and um i just buy myself a camera right now because everything i usually go based on people taking pictures of me right you know that so i mean I have the model right here. What do I need other people? So I just recently got myself a camera and I'm going to be posting way more stuff because I post like 10 pictures a day. I don't really care. Right, right. So now it's going to be even more on my own work. I don't have to tag, you know, audiences right. and things like that because I, I don't mind promoting other people, you know, because I'm always like, hey, send me stuff. I promote you guys, you know, I don't mind because sometimes people that like come out like, hey, 
like they will think that I won't reply because I do reply to everybody. You know, I'm I'm really like if it comes to like if you want if the conversation goes like into a boring way, nothing's gonna come out of it. I just won't reply no more because it's like hey, how you doing? He's doing, and I'm like oh cool, how you doing? Like, and like that's it. But if you, hey, I want to do something like oh that kind of interests me more, you know. So right. don't just text me like some how you doing thing. Just text me you want to do something like that. You could bring more of my attention because this guy for sure is going everywhere right now. And the more out there there is, the better, you know. Hopefully so, you start touring Europe and Japan. Um yeah oh Japan definitely because I love Japanese animation. I'm really love that the whole Japanese right. culture and oh they, and they love us too. Yeah, so they love like, Japan <laughs> culture big time. So it's like you know it's like yeah. oh definitely. Bring going over there. Oh, be a dream, man. And awesome, I mean, going man. back to Tijuana would be like <laughs> <laughs> that'll be dope. So you know, it's definitely coming, man. We're not rushed right here, even though I've been doing this. I, this I'm not rushing, man. I'm just awesome, taking it as we go and one I day mean, at a time. Yeah, definitely. So awesome. I mean, so at this time, brother, any shout outs you want to give? Go for it. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, shout out to everybody that actually fucks with me because you know, not a lot of people even knows me or things like that but you know shout out to my girlfriend Myra because you know she's the one that takes me everywhere <laughs> without her I wouldn't be nowhere you know my little uh, homie my little brother Abel came through today you know showing up was the love and from I mean I do have so many friends you know shout out to everybody that just follows me fucks with me it's hard to keep up with everybody so I don't want to say particularly names besides the people that I brought but I'm just really happy to be here and you know Thank you for bringing me, man. I'm really grateful. And shout out to, you know, those yesterdays because this project right here is the most amazing thing that I've done so far. So I'm just really awesome. happy and definitely check them out. Awesome. Well, <laughs> uh, it's safe to say, brother, that this won't be the last time, okay? Oh, you're I'm okay. glad, man. I'm you're glad. Gonna, you're yeah, more yeah. than welcome you know, to come. I'm always through. down to, you know, do things. When it comes to you involved with Triste, I'm always there, man. So I'm happy that you're like, bring your puppets, man. Like, hell yeah. Like, hell yeah. Done. Hell yeah. You know, bring your puppets. <laughs> I'm not your puppet. There we go. We got to do something with that song, man. No, uh, we, we, we will. We're, I'm already thinking about something. <laughs> yeah, I'm just got an so, idea. So I'm at this time, uh, First and foremost, I want to thank uh, um, Jose Homicide. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. I want to yeah. thank you, Puppet Master yeah, 213, Kane yeah. and Abel. Kain, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so, and I want to thank everybody for tuning in, uh, everybody who liked, subscribed. We went to actually another 100 subscribers. So, thank everybody for watching. If you're not watching live, maybe tomorrow. Uh, much love, much respect to you guys, everybody on the live chat. We got the Rodian Radio Warriors on the live chat. And uh, give a shout out to the Fools community. And uh, also to Anthony, uh, uh, running shit. Also to Alex Cervantes, Cervantes Enterprise. Also to my son, uh, uh, B. Scanless, for helping me promote this shit. And if I didn't mention you, it's because uh, I just didn't mention you. I forgot, probably. <laughs> so with that being said, Wednesday, we got another double feature. You're not going to want to miss that. We got a dope female coming through. We got two dope artists coming through. So make sure you guys tune in. All right? So other than that, God bless you guys, brother. God bless you. You know Thank what? You, we'll see you guys uh, Wednesday, and we out. You got it.